Welcome to the Good and New Podcast. Where the sponsors are fake and the hosts are buzzed. And we say for your feelings, enjoy the show! Hello, friends. It's a master's thing. Um, Scott, how you doing? Good, and you? Pretty good, and you? So good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> and you? Kyle, good, and you? Good and you. Hell yeah. Uh, special guest, Scott. Not to be named more than that. You have more names than Scott. Richard. I'm trying to collect the whole set. Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us the story. You go by Scott because my, witness protection? or Right. Yeah. Um, my dad. Oh, okay. Was Richard. Okay. And I am Scott. And you are Scott. Yeah. Because you don't want to be the same, like, when they're trying to talk to people. Yeah, when mom's yelling, (laughs) we need to know who she's targeting. That makes sense. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for being here. Um, You're a loyal listener, right? As far as you know. Yeah. You at least make us think that way, so we appreciate that. Uh, Contributor as well. Contributor? First time... On the show, yep. like, per se, I, I, but I cannot confirm or deny that he he may um, know somebody that has the AI voice thing or whatever Chat GPT that does his voice for commercials yep. on this pod. Maybe this podcast, maybe other podcasts. Nobody knows. I know it's a, it's a mystery, honestly. But it is a it's an honor to to be here. Um, Thank you. I enjoyed listening to you, uh, clowns. Well, um, discuss the world's matters and solve all of the, the world's problems. It re- yeah, it's really just like the Instagram profile says, just two dudes talking smart and smart. I wish I could italicize it because it is anything but. Well, Kyle, undefeated in trivia, very smart, but otherwise the banter is very not. Um, let's get right. <laughs> let's get right into it. So you guys are listening on April seventh. Uh, housekeeping. We got housekeeping. Fuck. Thank you, Kyle. See? Just can't do anything right ever. Um, you go ahead. All right. So the Ewan McGregor movie that I was trying to remember was with Scarlett Johansson, uh, and that was called The Island. It's been a few years. Shutter Island? No, nope, just just The Island. Like, rich people pay to have, like, clones in case they need a body part. And so then, like, oh, when, when the rich person needs the body part, they have to kill off the clone... Uh, Ewan McGregor figures it out or whatever. Sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> yes. Sorry, guys. I, is that older movie or? Uh, yeah, I want to say like high school for us. Hmm. Hey, and for what it's worth, I appreciate you uh, explaining the movie because I got done watching it and was just like, what the hell just happened? Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never. I've never heard of it. So, yeah. yeah. Is that your housekeeping? Um, And then uh, the t- Daylight Savings Time, Hawaii and parts of Arizona do not partake. Nor Hawaii do, doesn't as a whole. As a whole. Wow. Nor do Puerto Rico, the Makes. U.S. Virgin Islands, Guam, Northern Mariana Islands, or the American Samoa. Oh, okay. I'll say Hawaii makes sense because they're so fucking far out there. Yeah. Um, I mean, they hmm. should have their own time zone anyway, I would imagine. Um, and then the only other thing was the Thomas Mundy Peterson uh, did a little more research on that. So... He may have been the first African-American to vote after the ratification of the 15th Amendment, but it is disputed that he was the first African-American to ever vote in an election. Uh, several New England towns and northern states allowed some free men of color to vote since the colonial days. So, there you go. Well, without the internet, how would you ever know? Exactly. True. 
Um, my housekeeping is not necessarily housekeeping. It's just following up on stuff from both social media and what we've talked about. Um, right away, not a Brewers podcast. If you guys have been following along, we've been sharing some Brewers stuff because they are off to a hot start. Kyle's a Fairweather Brewers fan, uh, as he self-proclaimed, right? You yeah. said that. Uh, Brewers are 5-1, and one, so hot start. They've had a walk-off home run two nights ago or whatever it was. Uh, multiple home runs, like back-to-back-to-back to back to back the night before that. Yep. And the guy that and we... the Grand Slam. Did they have a Grand Slam? Yeah. Love it. I, I don't watch. They've been kicking the shit out of his, teams. his very first pro home run. Was that the Garrett Mitchell guy? Because uh, he's got like three home runs, and he just had the walk-off. He had the walk-off one. last night because yeah. his wife wasn't there, he said. Yeah, I saw that. That was funny. His interview was like he gave her shit big time. The other guy... That we we're gonna say we're you know pro Jesse Winker, not um, Mr. Winkler. His stats, I think he's been doing pretty good. We are a Jesse Winker podcast. Um, just for any of the ladies or anyone out there, he's six uh, two, two hundred thirty pounds, twenty nine years old, nice beard. Check him out. Currently. 18 at-bats, three runs, six hits, zero homers, seven RBIs, and he's got a 3-3-3 average. So. Good enough for the Hall of Fame. Hell yeah. Get him in there. Born in Buffalo. Born in 1993. Jesus Christ. The guy looks like he should be older than us. Yeah. Isn't it weird when you go, I just had, I got ID'd today buying our new garage beers, and when they see the 19. Yeah, it's over. I was like, she's like, 19. I was like, 19. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> wow. So, like, that is what all you're looking for. It doesn't matter. It could yeah. be 1906. It could be 1999. doesn't matter. Okay. Fun fact, if you have uh, kids that look like they could be yours, you could be 16 and not get carded. I, yeah. Every time I go in with one or both of the girls, I do not get carded. Hmm. Maybe that's why so many people have kids young. It's just because just of so that. Just so they can buy alcohol? Yeah. That could be. Buy condoms and alcohol. Yeah, that's probably a conspiracy you should go with. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the Brewers, nice job. Jesse Winker, nice job. Um, another thing I did last week, Friday, I went up to the Spit and Chicklets meet and greet at oh, yep. the Festival Foods in De Paris, as Mike <laughs> Grinelli says, uh, in De Pere. Hilarious like location. I didn't get to ask, but I was like, why would they pick this one? It must be the volume that they've sold of the product. They're... Uh, big deal brewing no free ads uh very cool we were there an hour before we got to talk to him there's a long line paul bissonette former nhl player uh he's on tnt doing like commentary for the nhl and then obviously the spit and chicklets chicklets podcast took tons of time with each person walked up shook their hand hi i'm paul what are like what's up who are you what are you doing here like asking questions signing cans bottles whatever like they probably sold a shit ton of beer and pink whitney no free ads um so that was really cool i was blown away by that the next thing we did we went and placed bets for the masters oh yeah so do you recall who you yeah i asked you to put money on homa scheffler uh cam smith and john rom do you, have you looked at the leaderboard recently? Did, you John Rahm was in second the last I looked. Uh, Homa was only like seven holes in at the point. John Rahm tied for first, seven under. 
Okay, so, nice. Fucking great start for him. Everybody else, um, Scheffler didn't have a great day. There's a lot of low scores. Um, Scott, are you a big golf guy? I love to golf for charity once or twice a year poorly. That's a great way to do it. Maybe some alcoholic beverages and just enjoying yourself, right? Yes, because I am a competitive person, and uh, if I do it too much, it's going to be a problem. Uh, <laughs> that's when clubs start getting broken. And uh, Wow, really? Yeah, it's, I'm not a good golfer, and that, it's hard to come to terms with it. That reminds me, you should get one of the companies that are working with us, Wrong Hole Golf Company. They have some nice headwear. They're doing more apparel eventually. They donate 10% of proceeds to prostate cancer. We can save you 15% on your hat purchase. And if you're going to spray balls all over the fucking course, it would be a good hat for you to wear. So go to, the, go to the link in our Instagram bio if you want to save some money on a cool hat from a company that helps prostate cancer. I'm trying to bring up the bet slip for Oneida because I went to Oneida to place the bets. Yep. That was quite the experience. So you get the app. You have to go into the desk, the sports book, to load money onto the app. Okay. Then you can place your bets. Before you can do that, though, you have to go over and sign up for a player's card. Oh, boy. That lady behind the counter, she was a treat. <laughs> um, got that done. I still have $10 of free play that I didn't use. I should have used that. Uh, then you go back, and then you start placing, or you like go to the thing. they got to keep signing you up, even though I did 10 minutes of stuff in the parking lot on the fucking app. And do you have to continue to go back there to put money on your? Yes, you, okay. you have to be on the property to wager and withdraw. So I can't even withdraw the stuff unless I'm on one of their properties. They have a gas station thing, a cigarette but, shop, a fucking okay. different casino. I was gonna say because you can just be in the parking lot though, right? Yep. I think is what I read. Online. Yeah, it's like a geofence thing, whatever. Okay. Um, so I go back, get all like signed up. He's like, all right, how much do you want to put on like the app? I was like, ah, let's do two hundred bucks. Because you had 20-some, I was going to do 50 or 60, just little bets, sprinkle the board. Um, he's like, all right. And then he like does this, like prints out a receipt. He's like, you're good to go. And I was like, so the mon- how, did you- how did the money go on? And he goes, oh, it shows right here, $200 deposited. And I was just like, okay, well, in my head, <laughs> I didn't fucking give you my credit card, debit card, anything. I don't have cash on me. And I log, this is going to fuck me probably if we win some money, if they listen to this. I log into the app. It says, like, transaction thing, $200 cash deposit. I'm like, okay, well, we're playing with house money now. So you Venmo me, I have to send that back unless they come after us or something. But 200 bucks, Oneida, just nice. Here you are. Who'd you put your money on? A lot of people. Oh, it was <laughs> fucking free money. So let me, I'm opening it up right now. Lindsay's like, do you want to tell him? I'm like, I tried to ask you how this worked. into everything. No. Honestly, that guy's listening now because he doesn't have a job. <laughs> I was thinking about it. I'm like, okay, there's got to be a way that that, that till's going to be off. They'll know. They'll look back at the cameras. I'm like, I'm fucked. I'm getting an email, a call, something. Still, <laughs> Next time we go there at, before a Packer game, you're getting tackled. Yes. As, so, as soon as my phone GPS is on their thing, it's over. Um, <clears throat> Minwoo Lee or Minwoo Lee Kim Siwoo, or so it's back. It's last name first. Siwoo Kim. One of those two. Did you see the par three contest yesterday? Mm-hmm. His his wife, like, because it was family day or whatever. 
his wife like had a better shot than him. She put it like two or three feet from the hole. Oh, that's awesome. I wish I would have saw that. Um, all sorts of people. Brian Harmon. I put a $15 bet on him. He, for some reason, stood out. If that cashes, that's $2,000. Never know. Not looking good. You don't. They're going to pay you in the uh, same type of currency that you paid them. <laughs> yeah. Fake cash, yeah. Um, so, yeah, all sorts of people. We'll keep you guys updated if anything hits. I think John Rahm could do it. He seems like he's on fire, so you're probably yeah. going to pick. You'll be three oh, for three. by the way, Seamus Power, you posted it on the Instagram story. Yeah. He started out, he was like two under, and I think he finished two over, so... He's trending the wrong way. Yep. Makes Told sense. Told he's going to miss the cut. Just, there's, you know, um, Xander Shoffley, $5. He win $105. All sorts of great odds out there. Makes it fun to watch. What's another big one we have? I know people are really interested in this, but I did lose the $25 bet on a hockey game that night, so I gave that money right back to Let him. Let me guess, you put it on the Canucks? No, I put it on the Yotes against the stars because it was good money it would have paid like if it was a 25 dollar bet it would have paid like 200 bucks or something oh it's worth a shot i guess yeah it's free money <laughs> anyhow so that's um we saw spit i went and saw spit and chicklets we went and played some bets um talked about the masters the next day i went down to visit uh with nick my buddy who came on the bachelor party that you met there. Yep. On uh, his uh, slam piece, his significant other, his better half, Katie, for his birthday, Lake Geneva. They have a place or family place, whatever there. Did you know that Albert Einstein was at an observatory that's like in the hills right there by Lake Geneva, way back in Einstein time? I did not. That would have been a good trivia question. I would have yep. never got that one, Pretty depending cool. on how it was phrased. Yeah. What are you thinking? You should have saved that for him. All right, um, we'll delete this. And no. uh, so shout out to Nick, happy belated birthday, and thanks for the hospitality. And then, um, yeah, played golf on Sunday with Greg, Cam, and Stu at the Oaks. Scott, have you played the Oaks? Cottage Grove, off the interstate? They have a lot of, like, scrambles and, like, outings, yes. so you probably Lots. have. Yes. Do you have any guess at what... First round of the year in Wisconsin, 15 to 20 mile an hour winds. Sh- like, not a great of walking. Like, my ass is still chapped. <laughs> what did I shoot? If you get close, I will finish this bourbon. 113. You're not close. That's a good guess, though. Kyle and I play tomorrow, and if we can keep pace with what I was doing, I shot an 87. Humble brag. We're a golf podcast a little bit, so I just want to get the scores out there for people. Posted a little bit of social media shit. There was a lot of misdirection there because I expected the worst. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's good for how cold and how windy it was. The stealth driver, Mitchell and other people have been asking because I got that that fucking thing. I absolutely love it. So anyone looking, no free ads, looking for a driver, I would say try the original, not the number two, the original stealth driver. Yeah. I'm still waiting for that sponsorship. Where we mm, get that'll be nice. Free clubs, but all right. Enough fucking rambling about all my right, so stuff. That's housekeeping. Yeah, sorry. Fast forward if you don't like. This might be a long episode. I'm sorry. There's a lot of stuff to say. We're not sorry. You no, guys will not. figure it out. Kyle, you start us off on the on this day 
April 7th. All right, April 7th, uh, 1724. Johann Sebastian Bach's St. John Passion is premiered. The Sacred Oratorio is the oldest extant, I don't know what that means, look it up, Passion by the German composer. The highly popular work is a dramatization of the final days of Jesus Christ according to the Gospel of John. So there you go. How do we know John knows anything? Like his gospel is just, we believe it because? Uh, was he one of the apostles? I don't know how that works. I haven't been to church other than funerals and weddings, I think, <laughs> since my confirmation. So, hmm. oh, on baptisms, I guess. But. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. It's a weird topic for a different episode, maybe. But uh, you're listening on uh, Good Friday, so. Yeah, true. There you go. Religious ties in, ties in yeah. That's right. Um, 1827, the first friction match is sold. Like, matches? To like yeah, like you strike a match. Friction match. Hmm. English chemist John Walker produced and sold the first operable matches. They were soon banned in France and Germany because burning fragments would sometimes fall to the floor and start fires. Hmm. The Germans cracking down on something they don't like seems odd for them. <laughs> yeah, very, very uncharacteristic of them. Hmm. Uh, 1948, the World Health Organization is established. The WHO is a United Nations agency concerned with fighting disease and epidemics worldwide. How are they doing? <laughs> Building up <laughs> national health services and improving health education. And it's 194 member states, and it only took them 72 years to manufacture their first pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, it doesn't say that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> not in the notes. That was Whoops. further is that rabbit not, hole research. Is that not a widely accepted theory now? The lab leak thing? I'm pretty sure. Wasn't that on like CNN or New, the Time magazine? <laughs> well, yeah. One time you would have been chastised, but now I think that's the... Nobody has come out and said definitively that that's it, but that's the leading theory. Whatever the Joe Rogan podcast was yesterday or the day before, whatever, the guy that was on there, he's like an animal. Did you listen to it by chance? No, I didn't. Animal expert or like rare animal. I don't know what the fuck. And the first, one of the first things they had like blamed it on was like. Pangolins. Yes. I was like, what is the word? It sounds like penguin, but it's not. Um, And he was just talking about it got into how there is this like crazy black market for pangolins. Yep. There's like a social media influencer chick to show the pangolins and the meat. Like she's like st- not stripping but like doing the the stuff to make people enticed to sell fucking pangolin meat. Yeah, cuz it's supposed to be like an aphrodisiac or something, right? Oh, nice. I did not know that. Fact check me on that one. What is a pangolin? It almost looks like an anteater, armadillo combo type of thing. Oh. Like little ones are actually adorable. It's funny you say anteater. We have some questions for the guest about an anteater later. I think it's P-A. Well, that makes sense. Chinese pangolin. Oh, yeah. It's an armadillo anteater. Of course. Yeah, like an armored... It looks like a miniature dinosaur. Uh, that would mean that you believe in dinosaurs, Scott. Like, look at that cute little baby in the bottom right corner there, hanging on to mom. That is cute. Hmm. All right. Well, back to the show. Um, 
1969. Nice. The, the Internet is Born. The Advanced Research Projects Agency, the ARPA, not to be confused with ARP. Scott, do you know anything about ARP? AARP? <laughs> no. Okay, good. Um, Never heard of it, actually. <laughs> awarded a contract to build a precursor of today's World Wide Web to BBN Technologies. The date is widely considered as the Internet's symbolic birthday. Huh. April 7th, 1969. The Internet. I heard somebody else invented the internet. Uh, Al Gore, maybe? No, his wife, Tipper. Was it Tipper? I don't know. I, somebody, there's one. Was oh, she a doctor, too? Steve Rinella always, I think, Steve Rinella from Meat Eater always says that Al Gore claims to have invented the he internet. Did, yeah, he absolutely. Right? Is he the one? That is the one, yes. Yep. All right, you take the last one. All right, one. and then finally, 1990, an arson attack on the passenger ferry Scandinavian Star kills 159 Insurance fraud is today considered the most likely motive for the attack. According what? to a 2013 report, nine crew members started the fire and sabotaged the fire crew's attempts to extinguish the blaze. Insurance is a scam anyway. Are you speaking from insider information or? Just what I've heard. Just what you've heard, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I would say it's you don't have it until you need it, and if you never need it, you got fucked. Yeah, exactly. So... What else out there is like that? They're selling you a promise. There's, no, I mean, there's nothing else out there that's like that. Yeah, it's kind of like not to not to point any fingers, but it is kind of like you know the money you pay to the mob to make sure that your building doesn't get burned down. Yeah, that's true. Shout well, out to Sopranos. Go okay, watch it so that just yet. sounds like the insurance people before they like put a tie on or something, you know, before they had an office, like, and it's funny how people try to scam insurance companies by committing fraud. And, and the, the, one of the more popular ones was the guy that bought the Bugatti and got in over his head. And so he took out a huge, uh, insurance policy on the car and then he drove it into a lake and uh is that michael scott i don't <laughs> gps listen to gps i yeah I, I i don't remember the guy's name he was driving um uh, in florida in you know waterways everywhere and uh just <laughs> imagine that a florida man turns out yeah, exactly florida man drives bugatti in the lake Bath um drives it in there said a seagull flew so low that he swerved to miss it and ended up in the water <laughs> Nobody could corroborate that? Likely story. Well, unfortunately, the video of him driving it into the water went viral because he was in a Bugatti. And imagine that. People have phones. So somebody was like, yo, man, what is that? A Lamborghini or whatever? And then yeah. they started taking video. Look at that Pontiac. So they take the video. They had the entire video of him driving along and just swerving into, into the water. And there was no bird to be found anywhere in the video. And, of course, he didn't Wow. Get Good point. for him. All right. So... PSA of this episode, don't commit insurance fraud. Yeah, if anyone knows that dude, we need a, a interview with him. Jesus Christ. Um, big shot my church. That gets us to National slash International Day of. So you are listening, hopefully, on April 7th. If so, you can celebrate the following things. Uh, National Beer Day. So we're having a couple pops right now. Lining Kugels, light beer. I will give them a free ad because it's a pretty delicious beer. Yeah, might be the new beer of good and new. I love, I mean, it's just, 
classic branding, like uh, white with Very, like yeah. aluminum and light blue and the red like Lining Kugels logo, and it's just is set like it's called light beer. That's all that's on the can, really. Delicious, yeah. Scott. Do you like it? This can is designed like race cars were before sponsorship. Oh yeah, he sold the window, but I do <laughs> I do love Fig Newtons. Yeah, it's nice. But do you like it? Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. plain Jane can. And Four point two percent alcohol. Plain Jane name. It does exactly just a good what clean it's supposed beer. to do. Yep. Wisconsin brewery. So, yep. thank you, Jacob and um, family. Yeah. Do you know this story? My father-in-law tells me or told me. I think it's just more of a joke, not a story. Um, what's the horse that they have? Is it Big Eddie or some shit? Have you done the tour? Lining Kugels? Yeah. Have you done the tour? I haven't done the tour. I've been to the like the tap house or whatever. But the anyways, this is a fucking awful way to tell a joke or whatever. But <laughs> especially when sure. you got to Google it. Hey, they didn't know that until you said it. <laughs> well, of course I'm gonna throw you under the bus. This is not on camera. <laughs> fucking prick. Uh, speaking of, we're gonna move to doing video very soon. Um, I did not spell that right. No, you didn't. You butchered that. There's oh yeah they have they named the Imperial Stout Big Eddie okay I, I was horse. gonna say if you, I okay the horse that was on the property family horse whatever it was but the joke is like the beer there's like the river that runs through yep right, right there. between the brewery and the tap house and Big Eddie was in like he would just always piss in the fucking water and that's what you're drinking so I think that's like but I would say if this is horse piss it tastes delicious yeah better than that Milwaukee sewer water that. well. What are we talking about? <laughs> if that uh, the big one brewed there, Stout is what is that his piss because he it, probably has to go see a veterinarian. <laughs> yeah, you might want to get extremely the dehydrated with how dark that <laughs> there, urine would be. There's something really wrong there. So start your day. I most people. I personally, I have off. Today, I have off tomorrow today. Um, yeah, breakfast beers. Start your day with a fucking beer. Don't be a wimp. If you don't like beer. Um, snap, crackle, and burp. Put it on your uh, Rice Krispies. There you go. You bet. Do people say that? Snap, crackle, and burp? I like that. No, people that drink it for breakfast. <laughs> I'm Scott, are saying you, that. Are you, are you telling us something, Scott? <laughs> um, world Health Day, I'm which ties in <laughs> which ties in nicely to World Beer Day. I mean, alcohol is supposed to, in moderation, not be bad for you. Like wine. It depends on who you listen to. Yeah. Yes, see. this is an absolute fact that one beer a day... That's 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 the, it. That's Just, the fact. That's it. One beer a day. That's the fact. But if you listen to Andrew Huberman, who's a like doctor of whatever, teaches at Stanford, he's like, yeah, you got to keep it two drinks or less a week, which he's clearly <laughs> never been to the Midwest. What a nerd! As uh, Jim Gaffigan would say, I don't listen to nerds. Have you seen that stand up? He makes fun of doctors. I may have done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also listen to that uh, Andrew Huberman when he was a guest on. Uh, podcast the other day really and uh i will say the the guy is knowledgeable yeah beyond he, belief he's I actually the so. guy who got me into the cold years. plunge oh yeah i've seen since you started talking about cold plunging the big brother listening like i get all sorts of funny memes making fun of people who cold plunge so <laughs> you know like the, the kid who's got i thought you were gonna say like you got interested in it and you're no, gonna start no. doing I'm, it too, i might but. try it at some point but it's better to make fun of you for it um, you know the meme where the kid's like fucking veins are popping out of his neck? Oh, yeah, yeah, When you haven't told somebody you cold plunge in 10 minutes? <laughs> How is it going? Are you still doing it? Um, I, 
it's a pain in the ass right now because I have to fill the bathtub up every time I want to do it. So I want to actually like buy one and just keep it in the garage because they've got them that apparently. Dude, just go to Tractor Supply and get the fucking tank that they feed or the water cattle. Well, and those are more expensive than like the portable ones oh, really? you can just buy. Yeah, Call that Timmy Coots or Tyler and get one of the used ones that's full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd love to do that. Um, or I'll just buy one and have it delivered to my house and That's keep it in the garage. So good idea then too. we can cold plunge while we podcast. So yep, Scott, have you ever cold plunged? I have not. I uh, I, I was interested to hear um, him speak on the benefits, the health benefits of doing that or alternating between that and a hot sauna and all that other stuff. But uh, there's a lot of things that are probably good for my health that I'm not going to do. That's one of them. <laughs> like quit drinking? Like, uh, I'm not going to do that. Cheers. Yeah. I'll drink Stop that. Stop eating pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Red meat? I'm not giving that up. That's fucking debatable. I have somebody that, in my life that tells me red meat is, like, bad for arthritis. Have you heard that? I have not, but it's uh, more so I've heard that it's, like, the carcinogens if you, like, grill it. Which, how else are you Well, that's not the fucking meat's meat? problem. That's the gas grill, isn't it? Or the charcoal grill. Yeah. It's, it's literally the char that you put on the meat. Yeah, because it's, of the stuff that's cooking it, though. Not like what the meat... I, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Me either. I'm a Scientologist. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm not. Thanks for coming out. Sponsors don't leave us. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Kyle, with the next one. <laughs> yeah, of course you give me the long one. <laughs> You wonder why I went back to back. Day of remembrance of the victims of the Rwandan genocide. Um, so maybe watch Hotel Rwanda. We yeah. were discussing this. Have a beer. Show. Great, think about your health. Great movie. Drink Don yeah. Cheadle. Um, oh yeah, I do like Don Cheadle. Yeah, he's in uh, that movie like Crash or something. Have you seen oh, that's that? also a good one. Great yeah. flick. Yep. Yeah, he's in some bangers. So, so remembering the victims. All right. Yeah, and then I'm gonna go back to back. Then <laughs> you would <laughs> International Beaver Day. What do you got to say about that? The beaver is a very interesting animal. Um, his teeth are not made of wood or wool. He, or wool. He loves to eat wood though, and cause lots of problems. They are a nuisance, I believe, considered by the DNR. I think. They can chew through like uh what the hell is it like a uh, is it like twenty four inch either Jesus. around or across uh tree in like five minutes, which is insane. I still like when we were up at the camper up north, and Dustin was like, "You don't want to get rid of this one tree here. Like, what if a beaver like chops it down? You know, chews it down, and falls right in the camper." I still think about it. Like, I want to cut that tree down. Because there it, are a fuck ton of beavers. Is it behind there. the camper or the one it's in the front, front of it? Oh, odds are they're going to f- fall it like toward the lake. Hopefully. To be able to drag to their dam. Because you've got like two or three dams right there. I know. We should, um, <clears throat> well, Toby. Or lodges, I guess. Lodges, yeah. Toby usually brings. <laughs> That's uh, why I bought a tourniquet. <laughs> firepower with. Um, are we allowed to? Well, and his chainsaw. Yeah. That's are, what the tourniquet's for. Are we allowed to eradicate them on our own property? I, I think you can only trap them in Wisconsin, but we like should trap that them up. with a bullet. Yeah, I think it's got to be like a like a legitimate trap. Like, not hey, a I trapped firearm. you between life and death. I think it's a live trap is what they're looking for. But what do you do with it then? I'm pretty sure they die. Yeah, um, you're taking Stanford. <laughs> you know they're smarter than people. Beavers are. Well, I believe that because people are dumb as fuck. 
I know a lot They're of They're like the people. original engineers. Beavers? Yeah. Or people? And the Beavers. You're a Brian Regan fan. Yeah. I saw him. You were supposed to come. He didn't. I know. What about the Beavers? I don't remember that bit. He, he talks about how he got in a conversation with somebody at a party. He's not really good at parties because no. he doesn't do social well. <laughs> yes, yes. And he was talking about how he got in this conversation, and this, this lady comes up and just says, you know, animals are smart. You know, talking about animals are smarter than people or whatever, the specifics. But then, then she ch- changes it and goes, well, what about the beavers? And he's like, whoa, what about the beavers? <laughs> <laughs> They're smarter than people because they can build dams and – and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, Hoover Dam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Kind of did that. Yeah. I fucking love Brian Regan. He's a great... If anyone is looking for a, com- a comedy show or a special on Netflix, if you can see him live or watch his stuff, I would highly recommend it. And family friendly. Yeah, it is. Very rare that comics can pull off an entire show without yeah. dropping anything. And, and be funny, uh, too. Like, yeah. people try it, Absolutely but he hilarious. succeeds. Yeah. yeah, him and Nate Bargatze, I think, are, mm. like, mm-hmm. the only two. All right, so the next one is make the first move day. And now the first thing that comes to mind, you know, let's let me take you back. We're in middle school. You go into the room. Mom said not to close the door. Exactly. Scott just, <laughs> I wish we had video. He just was playing uh, nervous with me. Um, it's not about that, okay? It's not about making the first move. It's anti-bullying. So it, we don't have any backstory here, but I'm assuming that like, if you're being bullied, you're supposed or to... Or you're seeing somebody being bullied. If you're seeing... There we go. That's what makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Make the first move. Put an end to it. That's... Yep. That's good advice. All right. That's not just you're walking along and see some guy and he's like, that guy looks like a bully and you just jack him. <laughs> I I mean, yeah, you can jack a guy. Have you ever jacked a guy? Uh, not today. <laughs> Kyle, go ahead. All right, then we can move on to National Coffee Cake Day. So wash that down with your morning beer. Yeah. Do you guys like coffee cake? I, I'm indifferent. Sometimes it's good. I do. I like like a raspberry cream cheese like coffee cake. Ooh, I don't know that I've had that. Yeah. That sounds good. Scott? A uh, cake that requires coffee in order to uh, to handle it might not, <laughs> might be not the favorite cake. I don't know. Sure. But, uh, what is your favorite cake? Let me guess. Um, German chocolate. No. <laughs> Actually, that's what Jessica makes me every year for my birthday. Thank God it's not video. Um, Scott, what is your favorite cake? I am a fan of like a better than sex cake. Mm. What is that? Um, it's better than really? sex. What are the ingredients to that? Are you shitting me? You've never had one? I probably have, but I just don't recall. It's and the gooey, listeners might not have had And gooey. It's caramel. Sweet what milk, is it? Okay. And uh, chocolate and Heath bar. Oh, fuck And yeah. And it, you, you let it sit so that the uh, sweet and condensed milk just makes the cake completely... Just moist beyond belief, and oh. it's when you say moist, and we're talking about cake. <laughs> like I am I'd, so excited right now. The word moist, you pro anti, love it. I love the word moist. International Beaver Day, moist, Scott? and it's covered in whipped cream. Yes, yeah. whooped cream. as it should be. I like my cream whooped. Whooped. Yes, it's fantastic. Awesome. <clears throat> Good. I that's close second Danish layer. 
Don't know that I've had that. I've, that I sounds good. That. Is that from Racine? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, the last one, National No Housework Day. I can get behind that Yeah. real quick. I threw this one in because typically Fridays are when we like vacuum, sweep, mop the floors. Yeah. So Jessica. Every Friday? Yeah, every, like clockwork. When you could be at a fish fry. Yeah. What would it cost for you to come down to Cottage Grove and do that? <laughs> More money than you can imagine because I fucking hate doing it at my own house. Well, and he's also not working tomorrow. Oh, yeah, you're off tomorrow. Yeah, and you're going to be in Cottage Grove golf- tomorrow. I'm going to be golfing, though. You can come down early. We can, have uh, a no. bre- we can have a breakfast beer with coffee cake and worry about our health while watching Hotel Rwanda and trapping beavers and you clean my house. Yeah, that's, that's not going to happen. I've got to drop the kids off clean. with grandma and oh, then okay then got to get the oldest to a birthday party so i don't have, i don't have time I, breakfast beer sounds good though yes we can do that housework i mean do you consider laundry housework or is that like personal work i think anything that could potentially make you break a sweat when you're at your house is housework yeah well i mean that's everything for me yeah <laughs> i think it's sit on the couch and watch netflix mm-hmm yeah, national sit on the couch and watch Netflix. So le- least favorite favorite housework task, Scott. Not a fan of folding laundry. Oh yeah, yeah. It's the putting. Toilets, it's the putting it away that sucks. Vacuuming, I, you know, pretty much the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, your least favorite. Well, so Jessica brought up maybe this weekend you can clean the. So we have like an A-frame in our living room. Humble brag. <laughs> I, I guess. And so Jessica wants me to clean the inside and the outside of the upper windows. So that's a pain in the ass. How often you do you guys lug- look through those? Ask Jessica. I'm more, well, when an eagle flies by. Oh, yep. I like to. Good point. Stare at those. And but your oldest is a birder. Yep. Yeah. She got a birding book from Santa. So. Fuck yeah. Stole on my pairs of binoculars those are hers now i guess hey i know a guy can get you a deal on them yeah gonna have to talk to him so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um my least favorite thank you for asking yeah we didn't care but go ahead tell us uh like leaves like yard waste Ooh, like that shit that considered housework i mean it's your that's yard work okay i'm sorry so you're talking inside the house i'd feel like housework implies inside the house wow okay um you're gonna have to come back to me and with that we're on to celebrity birthday <laughs> and back to you <laughs> yeah uh, everything yeah it's mainly laundry just putting the shit away it's so easy to just like ah fuck this i'll just pile it up here oh making the bed we don't uh, we don't really make the bed i mean Lindsay does that kind of stuff and i love it when we have clean sheets freshly made bed but otherwise like when i get up yeah i'm not i'm not in the army i don't know i get the psychology behind it but Greg, if you're listening, yeah. do you make your bed? Like, is that that's an art? That's a military thing, right? Like, they're yeah. supposed to like make their sleeping quarters up. Do you make the bed? Let us know. Uh, maybe a video of your wife sleep or um, <laughs> making the bed. There's a very famous video of a gentleman explaining why making the bed is important in the morning. Tell us about it. And it's it's the psychology of having your first completed task of the day mm. to get you in that mindset of. What's next on the list? So what do you do when, like, 
I when I wake up personally, my wife is still sleeping. So do I just make tuck the shit in around her and like strap her down with it, or <laughs> right, yeah, you, uh, like a burrito, but staple the uh, edges. Yeah, like what? What do you do in that case? Like, you know, so she can't mess it up. So it's on her then to do that, and I don't get to complete that task. Or what do we do there? This guy was single, obviously. Well, if you have a guest bedroom, you can just go mess up the other bed and make it. Oh, okay. I mean, whatever you got to do. What I, do you do? Do what, you make the bed? What do I? Yeah. Sometimes, out of pressure. <laughs> yeah, I prefer not to. Like, I just don't see the point. Mm-hmm. Um, today I made the bed. Jessica had to go to the office. You guys were coming over. So if you were to happen to walk into the house and see her bed unmade, that's like... I'm thinking cardinal sin. Away. Cardinal sin, <laughs> if you talk to my wife. But that's usually not my first thing to do. Yeah. First thing I'm doing is making a pot of coffee in the morning. Yep. Hell yeah. We make our coffee the night before. You do that. You do the night before? Set the set the timer. Set it and forget it? Yeah. yeah. I, I've never done that. Mine is, humble brag, mine can do that. I've never done that. Yeah. That's that's another sore subject in the Lord house. So. <laughs> <laughs> I liked our old coffee maker that did not have that capability. Jessica thought otherwise, so now we have one that can. I, don't the grounds get, like, stale or something? Just, like, fucking Gotta sitting? Gr- grind and brew. Grind and brew. You put the beans in. And then you set it for a time, say six o'clock. Six it o'clock, does the, the gr- grinder goes off. It's fresh grounds. Oh, ours Jesus. isn't that fancy. Jesus, the house smells like heaven. Huh? What? So, what kind of like machine are we talking about here? What uh, does that set you back? We have a Black and Decker, no free ads. Um, Seriously, Black and Decker? Are you yeah, joking? I I know. I was shocked too. Did it, it come with a actually, drill too? <laughs> it came with a drill. Yeah. Here's um, some power tools for your kids. That's in, in case the grinder breaks, you just go in there and. Um, yeah, wow. we had it. We had uh, a Cuisinart, which also shockingly makes uh, coffee pots. Uh, that was good. Uh, we got this one as a gift. Liked it more, hmm. and so we've stuck hmm. with it. Wow, I'll have to look into that. They're not that expensive. No, I'm. You know, yeah, like I mean, sixty, seventy dollars. Oh, geez, that's easy. I, when you first said it, I'm like, well, that sounds fucking that's, fancy. Yeah, a couple hundred dollar coffee no, pot for yeah, sure. Wow, I'm gonna make the switch tonight. Might have it tomorrow. I'll stop you on the way home. And, you know, as long as we're on the subject, no free ads. Uh, Door County Coffee makes a fantastic cinnamon hazelnut. The smell will change your life. They ship it, obviously. You're not driving up there. They do. They screw you pretty hard. I'm on a subscription. So it's kind of like the cable company, right? You know, so they they give everybody else the discount. But the people that are loyal customers, they kind of just jack them. Oh, yeah. Um, I get stuff in the mail. It's like $30 off today or, you know, whatever it is if you order separately but i'm like i have eight things of coffee because i'm on a subscription why would i do that yeah. so good about to know canceling all right black and decker door county coffee okay so door county coffee if you want to sponsor i'll reach we're out looking for a coffee i'll fucking blow up their social so. media left and right yeah and here's the other thing too is whenever you order coffee they give you a sample bag of something else and like I, anything or is I, it coffee it's it's always a it's a one pot coffee ground hmm. um but I haven't had a bad one yet. I mean, they're all hmm. insane. Nice. So good to good. know. That's some good insight for the listeners. You guys are welcome. So make sure that you tell them we sent you. Sometimes when you're ordering online, there's like a notes section. Just put in there, good new podcast, told us to come here. That's a great start. Yep. Um, that is the National International Day of. We get to the celebrity birthdays. Oh, fuck yeah. Jackie Chan, 69. Dude, nice. Jackie Chan. You remember Real Video in Lodi? 
uh, how could you not? Huh. I used to... Go like, into the back room. Well, yeah, the curtain, like, flip that curtain open and just take a look at what's going on in there. They're Lo- all hugging. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. Why are there no clothes on? Uh, no. Jackie Chan movies, like, I... Every one that came out ever. Let's watch it. Because they were just... When you're that... We were middle school, elementary, yeah. even. There were so many. There was, like, a fucking new one every one three with, months. with Chris Tucker? Rush Hour. Rush Hour, yeah. That is like... There was like eight of those, wasn't there? That So that is Jackie Chan, like, peak, like, publicity, famous, whatever. There are $17 general versions of Jackie Chan movies that are all, like, just oh, yeah. him doing the same shit over and over and over with a different villain or a different, like, oh, this lady got, you know, abducted or whatever. It's... Man, I should. we should go back and watch some of those because they were... Who am I? Is that one of them? That's one of them. Is that a newer one, or is that... No, it's it, it's old, and he has amnesia, so he doesn't know who he is. But Fuck. it turns out he was something, somebody that everybody wanted to kill, so... I feel like I, oh, I, I that's a good saw one. that one, like, fairly recently, actually. Yeah, see, I Google it. All the shit that comes up is, like, the new stuff. It's It's the old stuff you want. Happy birthday, Jackie Chan, because, man, what a guy. Talented as fuck. Funny. Could have hacked. Literally too. learning English. While filming the Jackie, fuck the, yeah. uh, Chris Tucker stuff. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, these are all in the tooth. Look at him. He's still like a part of so much. I have to go way back. Super Cop, Center Stage, Angry Ranger, Top Squad, Rogue, Naughty Boys. Like there's just, the list goes on That and guy on. hasn't taken a day off since 1980. No. He's a legend. Happy birthday. Living legend. Living legend. Kyle, go ahead. Russell Crowe, 59. Ten more years, Russell. Yep. Gladiator, great mm. movie. Mm-hmm. He's not the uh, 300 dude, is he? No, that's Gerard Butler. Oh, yeah. Um, they could be like um, oh, cousins, I think. Mystery Alaska, though. Great oh. hockey movie with Russell yes. Crowe. What is it? My toy horse or my pony takes I have a toy pony. Sh- he takes big shits. <laughs> yep. Liver King, uh, absolute fraud. Yep. Fucking steroid lo- king. Yep, steroid king. Fucking loser. Allegedly, hey, allegedly. I don't care. I don't care if you do the steroids. Just don't lie and try to profit off of people that are stupid. And there's a lot of right. them that believe that by just yeah, a lot eating, of like college age. Yeah. Kids, oh, this yeah. guy just eats red meat, liver, all this stuff, and like he's fucking jacked. No, as like it came out, steroids and a lot of steroids. Even his like apology video, it's like the guy is de- like he's demented. He's fucked. Yeah. So, fuck you. Happy birthday, 46. <laughs> John Oates, 75 years young. Of, of Hall, Hall and Oates. Oates fame, yes. Do you know? This, I've been keeping <laughs> I, uh, this. I probably don't. I've been so. keeping this under wraps, and I kind of worry about it sometimes that I should be telling people about this. <clears throat> I forget that somebody shared it with me, and I wish I remember who, but... Do me a favor if you're listening. Either right now, pause and call this number, or okay, I know you do it afterward. Seven one nine two six six two eight three seven. I'm gonna do it for you, but if you want to do it yourself and experience it, pause and do that. Favorite Hall and Oates song while styling. Oh, I got a speakerphone. Hold on, it's a lot of pressure, Kyle. <laughs> Scott, go ahead. If you've got one offhand, 
You know. Oh, I don't have fucking service. I thought I turned on Wi-Fi calling. Kyle, what's going on here? When I, I was a know. kid, I bought one of those, those uh, what was it, Rondell or Ron, whatever the, KTEL, KTEL records. This is probably before your time. I'm old. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, it's not ringing a bell. So think of the CDs, uh, the, the, the Music Now, whatever. Okay. CDs. Yep. KTEL used to have records that were, basically a bunch of whatever was popular at the time records. And I had one when I was a kid, and one of the songs on there was Rich Girl from Hall & Oates. Fuck yeah. And because Hi-Fi not being what it was or what it is now, it sounded like it was just Bitch Girl the whole time. And so when I was a kid, <laughs> you thought I was, it was like, cool. this is awesome. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hope my mom doesn't hear. Whatever the song, whatever the song is that, this is it. Hall & Oates helpline. To hear one-on-one... Please press one to hear Rich Girl. Please press two. Yeah, Rich Girl is mine. Like, hands down. So once again, if you're ever in need of the call and oats, that's what it's called. If you're ever in need of the call and oats hotline, 719-266-283. Three seven. Tell him good and you sent you. Yes, please. That's been around for fucking years. I don't remember when I put that in my phone, but I've had it for a long time. And whoever told me, if you're listening, thank you. Um, <laughs> Hall and Oates. Happy birthday to what was it? Daryl Hall or no? It was Oates. Yeah, it was Oates. Uh, John. Little known fact: um, musicians don't go to Mister Oates's house. Really? Why? Because they're all at Daryl Hall's. This is a dad joke. I'm waiting. Yeah. There was a show. Do I need to flip this table over? Or what's going Darryl's on? Daryl's house, where all the musicians went to play and jam. Okay. Sorry. No, you're good. If anyone laughed at that, please send us a message. We'd like to know that you're 60. <laughs> We're going to hear from our mothers. <laughs> Tiki and Rondé Barber. Oh, they have the same birthday? Yeah, weird. Twins. Twins. No, it's actually just one person with a split personality. That could be. That's an interesting take. Have they ever been seen on camera at the same time? Probably if they ever played against each other. Well, they were on opposite sides of the ball, weren't they? Which yeah, would mean that's that why they would have been Fuck! on. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for proving my point. Happy. If they're on the same team and opposite sides of the ball, then, then it would have worked out. Yes. So my logic is flawed yeah. and stupid, but I was yeah, close. Giants and. Participation trophy yeah. is what I get for that. Happy birthday, 48 years old, Tiki and Rondé. Dominique Roger, <laughs> Rogers Cromartie. The note. The, the fucking note. 37 years old, 14 kids. Legitimate number. That yeah. is actual. I Googled that to make, because I was like, wait a minute, this is the one who has all the kids. So I had to Google it. Literally has all the kids. Like, he, there's nobody that can have any more <laughs> no. because of him. Like,. You talk about wanting a football team, he like has in case somebody gets and injured. He's got a bench too, yeah. yeah. Oh what? my god, that's why there's an egg shortage. <laughs> Probably. So, he's fertilized. Okay. Them all. He has fertilized every egg. I wanna know, can he actually like name all of his children? No. Because not a there chance. are times where CTE. I will call one of my daughters <laughs> I will call one of my daughters by their sister's name. And then by the dogs' names because it's just like I get 
as soon as I say the wrong name the first time, I get flustered. And I'm just like rolling through the catalog. Just running through presidents and dogs and... Holy fuck. So to have 14 of them, I have two. To have 14 of them, no way. All right, follow No up. way he's remembering their birthdays. Follow up. No, fuck no. Yo, Taft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get in here. Follow up question. Uh, how many mothers? And then second follow up question. How many of the kids does he actually like interact with? Like that, see? Yeah, that's and, good. I, didn't, I didn't go that in depth. Because. I just wanted to know the, the overall number. I would say we're at a good like. Dude, 37. That's only three years older than I am right now. Well, think, think about this. He didn't start at one. So, you know, you figure you take him to at least 15. Let's yep. give him the benefit of the doubt. Some countries, that's old. He accomplished this feat at about a rate of 1.6 children or 1.6 years per child. That's wow. insane. Is that actual math? I, I hope so. Are you a math guy? I don't know. Pull up a calculator and see if the, it works out. Either way, we're lucky if he's... 22 years and 14 kids. Yeah. If he's corresponding with half of them, which is still way too many, seven kids. Yeah, this isn't the 1930s. Like You don't have a farm. No. And this is another good recommendation. If you've never listened to or watched Chris Porter, Ugly and Angry... <laughs> You fucking gotta. Yeah. Because he talks about no more having litters. You can't have, you know, he's like, and it's always the poor, like, stupid people doing it. In trailer parks. Yeah, here's here's Cletus and Velveeta clogging up the trailer park every third fiscal fucking quarter. So, yeah, Chris Porter, ugly and angry. Dominique Rogers Cromartie, you're an idiot. Um, I hope you're a good dad to at least a third of those kids, but I I can't guarantee it. I have three pets, and how, I, I neglect one. <laughs> how is he not still playing football, like at least trying to play football, just to pay child support? Yeah. Tom Brady played until he was, what, 42 or something? Yeah, and he's only got, like, what, four? Yeah, and he kisses a couple of them, so there's more of, like, a, a relationship than, a, you know, parenting. But, um, wow, what an idiot. Nice job. Good for him, though. So that gets us through... The opening segment, we're only 54 minutes in. Um, set <laughs> Again, we don't have current events. Set a record. Current I mean, we events. talked about the Masters let at me, the beginning. Yep, let me refresh the Masters um, leaderboard. Trump got indicted. Um, hey, you know what? I'd like to I, a brief uh, touch on a brief thing there. I cannot speak to exactly what he did. There's like 30 or 40-some fucking charges for like... They're doing, all they're the same thing, though. Yeah, it was doing the something paying with, off the porn star. But like with... Uh, election funds or like campaign funds. Yeah, but they, it was the payments to his lawyer, I guess. Okay, and then the lawyer paid. So any, any, any time he made a payment to the lawyer, they were investigating that to determine if part of that yeah. or whatever went to this. One, if you so. thought that that is something that's like out of bounds for him, you're a fucking idiot. And nobody probably thought that. Two, if you just Google Obama drone strikes... And just see what comes up. Shouldn't be laughing, but... No, it's fucked up. And three, Hillary Clinton, like, she also fucked up some stuff, too, when she was trying to get elected as president. Yeah. And it was a fine. It yes. wasn't publicized the way it was. I am not siding with whatever, you know, if you want to paint me one way or the other, go ahead. But I'm just saying, 
you might see something, just look into it or have an open mind and look at the opposite side, yeah. look at the middle, look at whatever. It's a fucking nightmare every, everywhere you go, left, right, center. All so, I want to know is why are we indicting Trump for paying off a porn star, but we still haven't seen the Epstein list? And he fucking very well could be on it. But yeah, if be. he were, it would have been out by now. And I think oh, because yeah. there's other people on there, it's not out. It's just politics fucking piss me off, man. I tell you what. It would have been pretty easy to go after him just for that. Yeah. You'd think. Mm-hmm. But no one's talking about that list. No. And the, is it the uh, DA in New York, like ran on, like he was going to quote unquote get him or yeah, get that was, Trump. I think. So he's just like following through on a campaign promise that is a. Uh, targeted like attack for lack of a better term right now against the former president. Yeah, I should he man. have done it the way that he did it? No, <sighs> fuck. Um, start. Yeah, just look. yeah. There's bigger fish to fry. Yeah, or bigger crimes to what, fry, even potentially with, with Trump. But yeah, with him especially. Yeah, just looking. You drive an electric car, or you have something. This you like this. You love this company or this person. Do some research. You'll be fucking shocked. So. Um, commercial break coming at you quick. I have zero idea what it's going to be, but you're going to enjoy it, I think. Scott, do you think they'll... I understand that you've got uh, a, a fellow named Edgar to do a, a spot for you. And, and Yeah, we've been holding it because it's pretty high profile. If anyone's seen Men in Black, um, this guy might ring a bell. We'll be right back. Uh, excuse me. Oh. Uh. This podcast is uh, brought to you by Sugar Water. It's water with sugar. It's how I survive. And your your support would mean the world to me. Don't let my voice bug you. Sugar Water. All right, and we are back. Thank you to, um, thank you to Edgar, right? Yeah, it was Edgar, I believe is who that was. Um, if you have not tried sugar water, I can't do it. If you've not tried sugar water, you fucking oughta, because it's the lifeblood of aliens, uh, rodents, or ants, insects, something else. Well, right, it's a cool uh, where are they now piece. Yes, for uh, still you know. still out there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, still still, still doing it, still working. Where's that, that one guy? I forget where he is. He's on break, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, little Men in Black for you if you like that movie, which I love. Um, we are now to the part of the episode where we're going to interview slash grill Scott about all sorts of random bullshit. And we realize we're an hour in. If that is something you do not like, um, find the nearest door and fucking walk out of it because yeah. we don't really give a shit. I haven't heard any like negative feedback about ones that we've run longer no. on. Yeah, so. I, I mean, people, you'll listen to what you have time for. I have a few podcasts that I love to listen to habitually every week. Do I finish every one? No, not all the time. Do I go back and listen a week or two later? Yeah. So you'll figure it out. You're adults, most likely. Maybe you're a child. If not... Um, You'll, yeah, you'll figure it out. Do you want to do the questions from the Instagram followers now or at the end, Scott? Well, there's a good possibility that we could uh, 
answer some or or maybe speak on some things that uh that I would have anyway. So yeah, let's do them now. Okay. Um and if you saw the story I said let's do some questions, some true or false, some spelling. Do you find yourself to be a good spelling bee contestant? Um were you part of a spelling bee in your childhood? If so, what did you place? No. N-O. No. <laughs> no. Nice. Can you use it in a sentence? Um, I right. am no a good speller. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The first one, <clears throat> and I should have a little bit of background on it. So in case you do have the question, love like, ah, oh, use it in a sentence. Um, wow, it comes up right. I type three letters and they know exactly what I'm talking about. <clears throat> Please spell epididymitis. No. Epididymis. Epididymis. <laughs> Please pronounce epididymis. Epididymis is the inflammation of the tube at the back of the testicles. That's epididymitis. Epididymitis. Please spell epididymitis. All right. What am I spelling? <laughs> epididymitis. Epid- That's the inflation of the epididymis. Ep- Thank you. Kyle's a big uh, nutsack guy. He knows Not all this stuff. Uh, epididymitis. Uh, origin? Um, French. <laughs> Latin? Probably Latin. Latin. I would have to guess. Could you use it in a sentence? Uh, the other night I got epididymitis because me and the dudes were having too much fun. <laughs> I don't know that that works, but sure. It could mean a lot of things. Epididymitis. A... I D S. That is incorrect. I don't know that that's tied to that either. Oh, I was actually, I I, I was going off of your uh, statement about the guys. <laughs> that could have meant that we were out, fun. you know, seeing girls or something like that. Anyhow, nice try there, Epididymitis. If you need to know how to spell it for any reason, E P I D I O D Y. M-I-T-I-S, epididymitis. And I was totally just pronouncing it incorrectly because I definitely know how to say that word. <laughs> as yeah, you, it sounded as, like it. As you could tell. Yep. All right. Next one, true or false? Blue eyes are newer to the human race than pottery. True. That is correct. Did somebody maybe learn this in a class that they're currently taking (laughs) no but when i saw it right away and i googled interesting true or false questions i was like holy shit it was the first one that came up backstory well big brother listening yes backstory Lindsay and i have joined a month-long pottery class and it took place tuesday night was the first um lesson if you will i made pretty like two pretty fucking sweet um Pots, small pots, catch-alls, ring, jewelry, wallet, keys, kind of trays. And actually pretty interesting, pretty fun. You're not allowed to call them ashtrays anymore? (laughs) No, the group that we're with would definitely call them ashtrays. So let me just give you a little... It's a power source in your car, by the way. It's not a lighter. (laughs) This is um, just a quick peek behind the curtain of what that class is like. Yeah, so... Pottery is low-key dope AF, 
and like the vibes are just through the roof like high key i love pottery and if you don't listen so, to the glass animals you are low-key like fucking boring dude so they're making bongs and pipes I hope so, but no, not yet. Most of them sucked. I sat. Oh, next you guys all make the same thing. You don't get to like. So my one feedback for the guy running the show, who's got low key vibes that suck. Um, <laughs> no, he's a nice guy, but he like we're just like going at it. Not he's like just center the ball of clay, and we're gonna try to pull it this way, throw it, whatever the fuck. Zero instruction on what we're doing. Which might be a good thing. Like, just try it. See what fucks up. See what doesn't work. See what does work. Um, so, yeah, people were just making different weird-shaped pots, and that was really about it. We have four more classes, so we'll see what that turns into. My goal, when Lindsay asked, like, sh- sh- do you want to do this? I'm like, fuck yeah. Great content. Like, the people that are in it, it's going to be good people watching. We can talk about it. And I would love to make myself a beer mug, Hopefully. We'll see if we get to do that. I have two little bowl, ashtray, whatever the fucks that I was pretty proud of. Nice. So You got a couple people in the class that are a little too into their uh, phallic creations? Um, not yet. I think there could be definitely one. Um, there's a doctor in there. She... Um, medical doctor or PhD? Medical. Okay. Yep. Um, she was very nice. There's an old dude that... Don't have a good read on him. Might be a serial killer. <laughs> Seem nice, but that's what I'm concerned about. <clears throat> There's a girl. That's that, all they lure you in. There was a girl that is in the intermediate class that decided to show up to the beginner class because she missed her class. But I think she was just trying to like dunk on people. Like, look what I'm <laughs> okay. <laughs> be the Jordan. Yeah, of the class. yeah. Look what I'm making. And then a mom and daughter. Very nice. The daughter has to be college aged and. The instructor and this other girl from Arkansas, who is the worst, um, were just ripping on college kids. And I could like kind of see out of the corner of my eye that girl's just like trying to hide because she's a college kid. Yeah. Um, Lindsay and I, the instructor. Uh, and- that brings us back to the day of. Like, you should maybe be the first one to make a move. Oh, <clears throat> yeah, maybe. Like, you guys should stop it. But, you know... I'm making an assumption. They're a par- they're the party of tolerance and acceptance, so I th- I'm sure it's like no ill will about you know being making against. fun of people. Yeah, okay. I'm yeah. sure it's fine. It's like a cool thing to do. Lighthearted jest. Yeah, like dude, their fucking vibes are like high key, <laughs> like so approachable. So, um, yeah, and then the Arkansas chick, like she's definitely trying to bang the instructor. No cap. No, <laughs> hey, on God, no cap. She's got like vibes that are through the roof for the instructor. So yeah, that was the first night. I had a great time, Lindsay. I, we both had a great time, and I'm excited for the next one. Um, so yeah, when I saw that true or false question, I was like, "Well, serendipitous, bro." Pottery's trending. Yes, it is <laughs> trending AF. Um, <coughs> <laughs> if you're ready, trees existed before sharks. True or false? You know, like, where oxygen comes from, right? No. Um, Could you tell me? I, I, uh, well, I believe it's a tank. Yeah. Um, it would make sense that, given that, but also, 
sharks are considered prehistoric and Ooh, wow so flexing a little bit on us uh, let's try it let's try sharks sharks did come first nice job but how do they know that carbon dating or um yeah fauci said it or something so it's true <laughs> um, who, straight from the who's mouth <laughs> cumulus clouds can weigh more than a million pounds true or false false true they can weigh more than a fucking million pounds isn't that insane because they're holding all that all that water. So, oh, I, I guess didn't I didn't. I, it, I knew it was like, ta- like it could be tons. I guess I didn't realize it oh, could yeah. be up to a they, fucking cumulus clouds can weigh more that than seems a, like a lot million. Of pounds. That pounds. is a lot of pounds. Well, you, you've That's looked a lot of in the sky, and you've seen a cloud, mm-hmm. and sometimes they're fucking gigantic, right? So sometimes, yeah, yeah. But when you compress all that, like to get like. Yeah, I don't know. That's a mind fault. Hey, how do they not fall? <laughs> exactly. Thank oh, you. Oh, wait, they do it. Right? Are we going to start talking about chemtrails? Are we going to get into that? No? Another episode? Okay. Is this the Rogan podcast? What's going on? <clears throat> All right. Um, what is the... Um, if your kids are with you, either turn this off or earmuffs. What is the average speed of ejaculation? Five... 12, 28, or 36 miles per hour? I believe this is male ejaculation. Um, (laughs) Thanks for clarifying. Yeah, thank you. Um, You guys don't believe in the female orgasm? (laughs) No, the clit's real. We're not not deniers. Um, So, at a carnival once. You know know how they... uh, Oh, boy. They have that, that, you know, the the pitching thing, the speed gun, where you win the stuff? Yep. 28. (laughs) <laughs> it's 28 it is 28 have you done this good yeah at a carnival good for you to win a prize good for you I, I want a golden fish or I, I got a no it was a stuffed raccoon <laughs> <laughs> which is what I always want to you know try to win wow nice job um, again this is another one keep the kids ears covered now I don't know the validity of this true or false one foreskin can produce six acres of skin in a lab Holy shit. Oh, in a lab? So, yeah. like, can't they just, like, keep it growing? I'm not. Like, if you have live skin cells, couldn't you just, can't they just, if you can Are you asking alive? me if I, I'm I, I don't this. have, I don't have. Ask the medical doctor at your pottery class. You know, I think that you can create just about anything in a lab. Virtually anything. Like, possibly even uh disease and <laughs> it's a callback so nice. yes Good call back. I, uh, I, i'm gonna say that is true um it says false it's only four acres what was the original number six. Oh, so oh yeah I, sorry I'm, if you're trying to remember that fun fact just remember four skin four acres four skin four acres okay yeah um now we get away at four acres <laughs> <laughs> or is nobody ever just tried to go to its five um, that would be a five skin. So Fair the, enough. <laughs> the next question, again, somehow not family friendly. Um, and it's just a simple one or the other. Ass or titties? Titties. Nice. Um, I would personally say I don't discriminate, and they're all great. Can Jessica uncover the it's like girls' a ears at this point? Nine. I think she can uncover. Yeah, we're we're through the bad stuff. Brewers will win 
a uh, will the Brewers win 100 games this year? True or false? Mm. There's 162. 62. Yeah. Will the Brewers win 100 games? No. Well, yeah, it's just opinion at that point because we have yet to see it. Well, okay, but statistically, they either start off strong and fall apart at the end of the season or they the start playoffs. off terribly and then they Pick have, it up. they rally just to miss the Blue playoffs. Blue ball us, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I think they're they're going to have a good se- season this year, but 100 games might be pushing it. I, I mean, it'd be cool. It would be cool. That, but, yeah, that's a stretch. 100 games. Um, this is another spelling one. It's an athlete. Plays for the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, jeez. Giannis Antetokounmpo. You can't even say it right. <laughs> I. That's the way that I identify with it being said. Okay. Well, that's fair. If we have to. If there's anything I've learned in 2023, it's we have to respect what people feel. Thank not you. Not what's actual. Thank truth. you. Fucking thank you. Kyle. you if that's your truth. Thank you, Scott. Let's hear it. Um, I got nothing. I'm not even gonna try to spell it. A n t e k u o n. That's all I got. There's a U. There's yeah. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Dad, why don't you just ask me to go to the first thirteen digits of pi? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Probably <laughs> That'd be easier. easier. It'd be easier. Um, what dollar amount would you want to win to be able to just retire and like, hey, I'm good. I can live off this, like, and still do all the stuff you want to do. Not like just get by. That's an interesting question. I know. Yeah, it is. When I think about, and we've all had the fantasy, right, of winning money. Yeah. Um, when I think about that, when it's winning money, it's like you're playing with house money. No, no experience. Shout out Oneida. Necessary there. Oneida. Um, oh, them too. So if I won money, I would want to win an, uh, an amount that not only could it take care of me for the rest of my life, but also take care of some things like people you, that are yeah. important to me. There. So, That's... what's the right number? I don't know. You know, there's almost a half a half a billion dollars right now in uh, Mega Millions. Um, that would be enough. Could do a lot of good with that money. Yeah. Take care of a lot of people. Help a lot of organizations. Yep. I agree. If you're going to be selfish, and just me, just you and your your household, ten mil. Yeah. <clears throat> Wouldn't it be fun to figure out, God, how do I make this $10 million last by still having a really good fucking time? Um, and series of investments and maybe a little bit of pissing it away on things automobile related. Yes. You don't like cars. Um, why isn't this is just a generalization of a, a business? Why isn't Melio's freaky fast? Uh, copyright. That's a trademark. Great answer. You would, I, I've heard they are. Yeah, I would say you would, you would say that they might be, if not faster. But they can't claim it because of yeah. the competitor. Yep. They also can't claim that they're, you know, f- whatever fresh blah, 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 that a certain other competitor Mm. uses but i i would say that they probably are so but they, they also didn't employ a pedophile right not to my knowledge okay that's good to know did he have it his way <laughs> uh 
when he used to work for Burger King. Um, this because you knew a decent amount. <laughs> because you knew a decent amount, I think this follow up is appropriate. What happened to Big Mike? Who? Big Mike. You're talking about Michael Orr of the Ravens, no. like from. That's what they called him in The Blind Side. Oh. I think that's what they're getting at. Or the guy the guy that uh, runs the uh, United Way or something like that. And I don't know. I This is a question from a loyal, uh, actually a former guest. He just said what happened to Big Mike, so maybe he knows something we don't. Oh, is that a callback to the Melios thing? It could be, I think, yeah. Oh, right, because Melios used to be Big Mike's. Oh, that's right. Mm. Right. When was the that? Founder, that was a long time. Holy ago. shit! I forgot about that. Founder. I think it started in 1989. Good year. Um, passed away recently. Passed away. Yes. Oh wow. Sold the company in 2020 and passed away in 2021. Oh geez, I don't think he was. I don't think he was trying to get that out of it. I did not know that either. R.I.P. Um, the last one. We do this with. A handful of guests. You may may have heard of this um, segment, something we came up with. We call it Coitus Wed Clinton. <laughs> and I think it's just a, a catchy, you know, marketing ploy kind of way to say mm-hmm. um, intercourse, sex. Um, I think that's the same. The F word. <laughs> And then wed is like marriage, mm-hmm. wed somebody, marry. And then Clinton, I think, alludes to the fact that you just end somebody or make them go away um, by whatever means are necessary. Oh, it doesn't have anything to do with cigars? Um, no, not it'd be a different one. Or he's part of it, but um, yeah. So like coitus wed Clinton, Jimmy John, Subway, or Jersey Mike's? Like what would you do? Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> this is the deepest contemplation I've seen. Uh, yeah. Coitus, definitely Jimmy John's. Wow. Would um, that be like um, what the kids call these days and cover your ears, children? Would that be like a hate fuck, I think the kids <laughs> say on TikTok? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Cannot confirm or deny. I mean, honestly, haven't thought that much about it, but I, I have to come up with an answer. So yes, you do. Um, uh, so you need to wed or yeah, Clinton the next two. Subway's got to be Clinton. Um, Thank you. Yeah, good answer. It's the right answer. It's just it. It's just not. It's not okay. No, it's not okay. No, it's. On so many levels, and, and then yeah, and then I, I don't know that it. I've actually had Jersey Mike's, but you're marrying what? Jersey Mike's. Yeah, well, I've heard really good things, and I feel like that would be a nice stable relationship that I could I could get on board with. Yeah, I was gonna put, or the person was going to put in um, maybe pot bellies in exchange for Jersey Mike's mistress you, at best. Oh wow, okay. Well, that's had, yeah, pot bellies once. It's the location blown not away. Good. Yeah. You have to go into the mall. It's, yeah, yeah, but their food. Eh. Um, thank you to all the loyal listeners and Instagram followers for all those great questions. Scott is very appreciative of those. Um, and now we get into just the blood and guts of the interview. Fantastic. I'm, I'm, BS I, session. I'm eyeing this up. Uh, have you tried it? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, 
as much as you would like. It's so we- actually not terrible, but we have had a few drinks, so I, can, I don't know. <laughs> I can give it like a fair assessment, but okay, yeah, well, we'll decent. We'll we'll give it a run. So we've already sampled the what was it, Town Branch or Long Branch or Town Branch, Town which Branch, which I have to say that this version of the Town Branch is like heads above the version that I've had before, which was mm. a, a a store pick. So if you were in the liquor store, you would potentially branch out and get that. Now I would. Um, the version that I had, which was the store pick, was. <laughs> I'll be interested to see if that gets picked up. Was like Scott chewing on. Red... My mouth was open. <laughs> was like chewing on Red Man or Beech Nut. So if you ever had the chewing tobacco that you actually have to chew, that is the flavor that I got from the... Beech Nut is a chewing tobacco. Yeah, you ever listen to Country Boy Can Survive? That's what he chews. Oh, wow. I did not pick that up. Um, hmm. Yeah, so Beech Nut, Long Man, or Red Man, that's the flavor they got. It's a long cut. Long cut, like, man. Like, yeah, chew it. Uncut, pack it in and chew. Uncut, man? Very heavy on the tobacco flavor. This, not so much. This, I could drink, so I would revisit it. Yeah, and it, I, I would say it's better with the cube than without. Okay, so I you tried drank it, it neat before? I Yes, I tried, I tried it without... And uh, it it it's a punch in the face. It's it's pretty. Uh, and and this is the cask strength, so it's you know the hundred hundred eleven yeah. proof or whatever, and it's got a bite to it. Um, with the cube, it softens it up and brings out the flavor. Yep. Yeah, and this is the so. Now Scott is trying the Red Cabin, which is made in Milwaukee, and that is much tamer. It, at 85 proof so and a completely different program yeah hmm. while we're talking about rest in cabernet casks oh it rested in cabernet uh, while we're talking about bourbon <clears throat> i do need to shout out a new partnership that we have oh yeah i saw that thanks for bringing that up because uh you never told me about it i had to find out about it on the gram i so. wish well we we talked about it we did talk about yep, it but i so. didn't know it was official just always fucking throwing me under the bus um i will say you do it to yourself i will say i wish this was video so i could show off mm. yeah Ooh. that's that's super hot it's a pretty good pretty good little logo good bourbon bad golf and it's more of a lifestyle brand thing right now they're doing uh, long sleeves, T-shirts, hooded sweatshirts. Uh, I think they're doing some hats too. Um, small startup deal started because I don't know if we told the story last time. Started because they had, we did, we did, yeah, yeah, rough around. Yep. Just played awful golf, which happens more times than not. Then drank good bourbon, and they drank good bourbon, and it just fucking makes sense. Before so or after, they celebrated the shitty round after with good bourbon so the company is good bourbon bad golf it is linked in our instagram profile i'm wearing one of their shirts very comfortable um i will say the sizing is and i asked for a 2x that he sent me it if i wash it it might shrink a little bit but i'm feeling good about myself it actually is a little bit big kyle speaking of sizing i requested a uh large for you i believe okay um and we Ooh, that's a nice looking shirt. 
if we could if we could throw this on, I would love to get a picture. I told the guy to get a picture of you putting this baby on. Okay. Do you mind doing it just real quick while we're I'll at, I'll shed the tarp. While we're team live. player. So yeah, he's gonna throw that baby on. Do I need to get out singles? Get a little Yeah, you might want to. Yeah. Okay. He's more of a five dollar guy, I would say. So we're gonna get a little video of how this is going. We gotta raise the Ooh. game here. This is good cotton. It's nice. It's quality. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, it feels a little bit tight. Feels so. He's saying the large is a little bit tight. Nothing smaller than a ten, man. Sorry. Okay. Um. Are you sure this is a large? <laughs> this is not a large. Turn around. Let's see. Uh, it. Let's see uh, it. God, it looks good on you. Look at. I mean. So yeah, he accidentally wow. said. He accidentally. <laughs> Guess I need to fucking start cutting some LBs. He actually sent an extra small, so. Okay, I was going to say, when you pull it up, <laughs> when you pull it up and the when it, immediately when I looked at the sleeves, I'm like, that looks a little bit small, but whatever. They say it's a large. So, so I sent him right away. I was like, thank you for the shirts. Fucking, Who the hell's wearing this? Fucking appreciate it, but... Uh, the large or whatever, it's uh, extra small. So whatever the fulfillment team, you know, just grabbed the wrong thing. And he, he responded right away. He's like, what the fuck? I'm sorry, man. So he's he's sending another one. Um, okay. But I this will be, make if, mistakes. I mean, if he wants this back, he can. But it would be cool to hang, like, when we do video in Exactly. The yep. Because I love... It's a cool design. I love the logo on the back with, like, the Wisconsin flag. And, like, yeah, their logo is... The American flag. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Flag. I almost dumped a picture of water on you. <laughs> yeah. That was... For anyone who wants it is to a, see... It is a white shirt, so... Anyone who wants to see what the fuck that looked like, him trying that on, uh, I got the video. It's on the Instagram. So I'll post that tomorrow. I'm going to save it right now. Um, it's an awesome shirt. Yes. I'm not going to lie. So, yeah, good bourbon, bad golf. They're linked in our bio. Uh, GNU10, I believe, is the discount code. Just It's in the bio or whatever. GNU10, yeah. uh, 10% off. His, his, like you said, he's a startup, small company. His margins are thin. He's happy to just try to grow uh, the company and like the reach right now. So please, if you're interested in bourbon and golf, uh, good bourbon, bad golf, use the link in our bio. Fabric feels great. Uh, if you are a large to extra large, I don't recommend the extra small. Yeah. <laughs> just, I'm just going to be honest with you. Oh, he messed me today. He's like, how did Kyle like the um, the extra small? And I was like, oh, he's trying it on tonight. I'm going to surprise him with it. So uh, thank you to those guys over there. Um, yes, yeah, so we talked about the bourbon. Um, now getting into a little bit more about Scott. Scott, one of the things, I mean, you're a business owner, uh, relatively small town, um, any... Or a big city, depending on how you look yeah, at it. Yeah, if you look at it like a, a very, very small town, you're in a big city. What are some of the most rewarding things, being a business owner that deals with the public or good causes, charities, different things that... Like you experience, whether it's you know something that you experience or your employees experience or whatever, something that's rewarding to you being the actual person who owns the business. Well, I think a lot of times when you think about food, um, that it's kind of a thankless industry, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a lot of noses turned up at, at people that work in the in the food industry. But the reality is, is that 
so many people rely on well it, food is a feel-good thing right so yeah oh, yeah when you're struggling with stuff um people go to food and uh you know i think food the food industry gets a bad rap because it is it's difficult it's more difficult than people realize and uh so you know when you think about things that you're thankful for well first of all i've I've had uh just a history of people that have that are hired high achievers that have passed through the doors Mm -hmm. um and people that have come in struggling um not knowing what where they want to go in life and seeing them on the back end thriving um stuff like that is that's amazing that that you know and and knowing that if you had some sort of influence in their positive direction mm-hmm. that's that is massively rewarding um <clears throat> one thing that uh was really eye opening was uh how many people came to our rescue when uh during covid we went from you know having a a fairly strong following to one announcement. Hey, we're, we're shutting down everything. That was, uh, March, 2020. It was, uh, St. Patty's day. Mm-hmm. And the, I, I'm sure the reason that it, it was St. Patty's day is because people tend to go out and, and congregate in large crowds and all that other stuff. And they wanted to shut it down before it got to that point. Yeah. But that day, Everything changed, and our sales immediately like fifty percent or less, and people were freaking out and afraid to be out. And but there was a lot of people that had to be out, and so there were people that that still came through and uh, supported us, and the community came together and was just amazing. Um, and eventually, you know, for a while it was scary. The the, the money wasn't there, and uh, there was a, you know, t- probably 10 weeks where we're just like, you know, what, what's going to happen? And then, yeah. and then it kind of turned around and then people got a little more comfortable and started coming out. But the way the community came together, um, organizations supported us. They wanted us around. People were just chucking money in the tip jar. Just They weren't even ordering food. Huh. They're just like, hey, heard you guys are having a tough time. Just wanted to help out. And uh, that sort of stuff. That That is... Everything that you do, if you know that people care that much about it, that that's that gets you out of bed in the morning. Yeah, mm-hmm. I bet. That's that's yeah, that's fucking crazy to think about. Yeah, it's weird. Like not being in like the service industry or whatever. I feel like the beginning stages of COVID, like that was as close to hopefully nine eleven as we ever get again. But it's like. People actually gave a shit about each other, and that was cool to see. Yeah, yeah, it's a little sad to see how it's turned. Oh that, yeah, oh yeah. That it's... people are are more interested in starting a fight than they are about you know starting a relationship. And uh, so, yeah, I, I I I don't want that back, but yeah, but to see the way people came together. And it's like, you know, right after 9-11, how people in New York just became a, became a team. Yeah. yeah. Everybody was on the same side. 
tight knit, like fucking help anyone, everyone. Yeah. 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 See something, do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what it's like in New York these days. Uh, I haven't been there um, in a long time, but uh, you know, you can only hope it's a fraction of that. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because that was, you know, people were really good for a while there, but yeah, it's kind of, it's a different world now. Yeah, that's we were yeah, forever changed by that's that. That's for sure. Do you so do you are there any groups or organizations, charities or anything that like hold a special place to you or that like work with you, like, you know, have your food at their thing or that you like, you know, gift your stuff to? Anybody that you'd like to recommend or talk about? Wow, oh, man, there's there's, there's probably enough. There, yeah, there's. I'm there, putting you on the spot. So I know. Many. I know. Yeah, it's all right. Um, you know, we we were uh, we were supported by like local sports boosters, uh, local churches. Um, you know, it was <laughs> it was super humbling. Like even the local library. Yeah. Um. And so it it's a great community, and and you know a lot of people will slam communities because they're not perfect and no community is no um but overall you know as far as supporting businesses supporting each other i i think this is a great community and uh you know i can't i can't say i'm very fortunate to be where i am in backstory i did work for scott back in fuck that was 2009 or 8 or 10 right around there anyway and i remember when um covid like first started i texted you or called you or whatever and that was like one of the things right away like i personally felt like i knew that that business was like a struggling thing because people couldn't go out and do stuff or like they weren't doing the same like spending or like um, supporting sometimes of it. And I was like, Hey, can we right. like do a gift card for, I forget what we did. I was like, anyone that was like a good customer of yours or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And like, oh, I know that people, uh, yeah. Again, talk like, about support. I, yeah. People were doing that kind of stuff. Just like, I know I, I got the idea from somebody else I knew because they did something like that. And it's just like, we had the extra money because you weren't doing so much stuff or you weren't out like messing around and you realized that people, whether it was the person who owned the business or people who worked at the business, like they were getting extra tips, getting extra like, and that was just, I mean, it felt good to do it, but you knew that it was just like the right thing to do. Like try to help someone or show the people that were still working and struggling through the thing because of all the circumstances, give them like something to be happy about or smile about. Yeah, there are certain industries that thrived in COVID. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there were certain ones that struggled. And uh, it was nice to see the, some of the thriving ones come to the rescue, the ones that... Absolutely. And, 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 and you know, even for, for us, like, we went through this long period where we were just uncertain, you know? And a lot of, a lot of employees didn't want to come to work. Their, or, or high school employees were... Their parents were like, don't. You, yeah, you, you don't need yeah. to deal with that. Yeah, you can't deal with it, yeah. And... Uh, so we dropped down to probably 50% of the normal staff and, and whatever. We made it work. But when things started to get better, and then all of a sudden, we, we really adapted to the situation and tried to manage it as well as we could. And it had turned out that we had a really good system going. And it, it was a great finish to the year. The last four months of the year were actually really good. And uh, 
so we took that opportunity. We were, you know, killing it where all the people were struggling or other businesses were struggling. Um, so we started supporting all the other local businesses in town. Whenever we found out somebody that was having a tough time, we would, you know, I, I, I would go out and buy like a, a huge gift card for one of the local businesses and say, okay, this week we're doing pizza from this place. Mm, nice. And we, you know, we did that with a couple of different pizza places. We did it with, uh, one of the, uh, barbecue places. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it's like COVID. If somebody has any sort of like creative or like, um, humanitarian, like gene in their body or whatever you want to call it, COVID prompted people to become like the fucking marketing guy for just humanity. You're yeah. like, Hey, there's a business right there. And this business over here where people still have to work, like it'd be cool if we can like spend money with them, but give it to them because it's going to be like a good fit or like they're yeah, going like to be a, excited. Like a double up there. Like, that was like yep. one of the greatest silver linings of that whole thing. And it was just like not, I don't want to say it was fun to do, but I did it a few different times and I'm like, this is fucking cool. Like, you know, that's what I do for work is marketing yeah. and shit. And it's like, hey, I, I'm going to give an extra tip to these guys at Craftsman Table and Tap in Middleton, no free ads, because their fucking fish fry is great, and these people are running out in the rain to give me the fish. Like, It was like it, the feeling of that was just so unique. Yeah. Yeah, made you feel good, and you knew you were helping people out. And the people, like, they were obviously appreciative too. They weren't like they weren't taking it for granted. Like they, you could see it in their face when you actually would do something like that, or you talk to somebody and you did something over like the norm or whatever. Just that interaction, people were super appreciative for that. Yeah, I think for in for the most part, people were on the same team. Yep, for the first time in a while. Yeah, which is ironic considering how. There's definitely a divided two-team format right now that just mm-hmm. is you yeah. can't agree on anything. <clears throat> sadly, and the other thing is that looking back over all the years, it's been a lot of them. Um, I'm still friends with a lot of the people that I've worked with, mm-hmm. and that. That's awesome to me. Oh, know? yeah. And I've seen, you know, people that are professors now and doctors and whatever. And it's like, it's, it is it is cool to see the, the, the evolution of these kids that come in that are, yeah. you know, they're just, hey, first job. Yeah, looking for something yeah. to do. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. how and where they've gone. Even though some of them do end up just being lowly podcast hosts. But. Complete degenerates. <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, you did the best but you could. Funny, but funny, <laughs> and and funny was always a key a key ingredient there. Um, with, when you interview, so when let's say you're in like your heyday, or like people are like beating the door down and trying to get a job. Yeah, let me ask. So, did Scott interview you for? Yeah. When you? Yeah. Okay. I wish I could remember the exact interaction, but what I do recall. Is we uh, were in there one night and getting something to eat, and I was at MATC between jobs or something, or you know looking for something different, closer, whatever. And I was just like, "Oh, fuck!" I mean, this place seems, as the Pottery Kids would say, this place is chill as fuck, yo. <laughs> um, great vibes, high key, no cap. On God, I could see myself here for a minute. Um, so yeah, I. 
I'm gonna have to break that down later. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole different dictionary. It's it's insane. Um, but I think I mentioned something and took an application that night and brought it back, and it was a relatively quick, you know, painless thing. I believe you. You know, we sat there like a day or two later, whatever it was, and yeah, that was before the new location. That was a long time ago, and. Man, that was, <clears throat> you introduced me to Brian Regan, uh, you know, like different things that we would listen to in the morning, like doing prep work and stuff, like just a great time, I would say. I We had a lot of fun. Oh, fuck yeah. And obviously we still communicate a little bit here and there. Occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> Occasionally. But like when you're interviewing people, whether it's today or years ago or the difference between the two, like... What is some of the stuff that you're like keying in on or you're trying to like figure out because of the experiences you've had or stuff you've seen? Like what is it that like stands out to you or when you look at it on paper versus looking at them like in the like in the eyes? Like what do you what is your secret? Um Yeah, so you think about some places where the interview process is like two and a half months long. Yeah. And it's psychological profiles and it's everybody in the hierarchy has to meet you and the whole nine yards. And it's this, this whole process. And I've always been, um, you know, I look at, at two things. What have you done to this point? And who are you when you're sitting in front of me? Mm-hmm. And I try to read people, you know, and that's like a poker thing too. Is like, you know, part of playing poker is that you're trying to read Play what, the person. What not kind the cards. of the people? Yeah. yeah. What What are the people around you like, and what are their tendencies? And uh, so, yes, you know, I ask pretty benign questions, but you know, seeing how people deal with it and uh, and trying to pick up on some of those things. You don't hit them with like brain busters, like how many windows are there in New York City, or how do you spell epididymitis? <laughs> exactly. How do you pronounce that fucking word? Exactly. You should show them that how word do you and pronounce say. It? I would have failed. And I went after the fact. Because <laughs> at this point, it's just... Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't... You know, I try to... I just try to read people. And, and you know, I try to hire for personalities over experience. Because I, I, a lot of times, people get jaded in the industry, too. And so mm-hmm. you might be hiring someone else's trash or someone else's broken, you know, issues and or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, it doesn't always work out when somebody has a lot of experience. Yeah. Um, people that are a clean sheet, but have a, a good heart or good intentions. It's so much easier to teach them the, the hows, and without having to teach them the whys, because they already get the why they, they understand the concept of customer service or the concept of being good to people. Um, teaching them the foundational stuff, the, the operational stuff. That's, that's easy compared to teaching somebody how to be a human. Mm, yeah. So I try to look for people that have that that human element and that potential before anything else. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so Denver mentioned that you are into racing and you drive racing. Uh, so I got to ask dirt track or asphalt what do you what do you do there road racing road racing okay road racing. like uh paul walker r.i.p 
<laughs> a little too fast, a little too furious. Too furious. <laughs> Jinx, yeah. yummy kiss. Um, yeah, like, uh, so I, not the most, like, you know, I, this isn't the adrenaline pumping car that you think of, but I, it, it's a MX-5 Miata that I, that I drive. Let me just qualify something here. So in high school, Kyle had an Explorer. <laughs> 1993 Ford Exploder. Fucking uh, thing was Midnight sick. Blue Mint. Thing was sick. And we were coming back from lunch, and Barry and I were in the Exploder with him. And Barry's like, yeah, just go straight up over. Hey, this road connects up here. Get back to school quick. Shortcut. I grew up in Dane, not Lodi. So, <laughs> so never been Lodi. on this road before. Unbeknownst to Kyle, <laughs> there's railroad tracks, and it's not really a road. It used to be a road. It's not anymore. Sorry, Don. <laughs> and this fu- <laughs> this fucking guy, he commits just full. Like, he's got it in his jeans. Yes, please. He's got it in his jeans just to just full send let it go and we get up over this hill and we get to the point of no return thank you very much point of no return and we jump the fucking tracks like kyle's just pedal to the metal we were probably going 40 miles an hour at that hey, point when i 25. trust my friends i trust my friends <laughs> so <laughs> do they trust you you anymore? you do not have to downplay the miata because you're fucking i mean what's the top what's the top speed um uh, maybe 130 uh, oh on my Explorer was governed at 97, I'm pretty so sure. You're so you're fucking flying around there, and then, yeah, you don't have to downplay the car at all. It's it's more about the driving and, like, the course you're on and everything, right? Yeah, it's, well, okay, so, like, I was a, I was a Miata naysayer. Um, I was a Honda guy growing up, or, well, growing up, but, like, in my 20s. Mm-hmm. I was like, eh, actually, probably before that. I, I learned how to drive stick in a, a 85 Honda Accord. Nice. Um... Honda, yeah, I was totally into Hondas and whatever, and I was like, eh, whatever, I got a Honda Del Sol, that's way cooler than a Miata. Don't they call it a Del Slow? They do. Okay. <laughs> they do. But I had the VTEC version, so oh, I was like, sick. I had yeah. some zip. Yeah. Um, you know, Aftermarket floor mat. It's 20, <laughs> 23, 2,400 pounds, whatever it was, and it had like 160 horsepower. So, I mean, you know, whatever. It moves, yeah. Yeah, it was... Now, nowadays Camrys have 350 <laughs> it's it, yeah it's a different world but uh yeah so I was like you know whatever I don't know what everybody's love affair with the Miata is and then when I decided I wanted to start racing in 2010 um I tried to race in an open wheel car and I couldn't get out of it <laughs> <laughs> like it, Kyle in that shirt earlier <laughs> right exactly I looked like Kyle in that shirt That's fair. in this car <laughs> Um, I got in with the body work off and put the body work on and then I tried to get out and I couldn't do it. And I'm like, I don't want to die. <laughs> so seriously, <laughs> like, this isn't going to happen. Jesus. There's times where guy. I'm, there's times where I'm sitting on the couch and my hip kind of just like gets in a spot <laughs> where you're like, fuck, I got to roll the other way. Let alone in a death machine. You're racing around a track. <laughs> I had been working out at, at the time and I was in pretty good condition and I was not, it wasn't happening. And I, I did a lot of, like, dips trying to pull myself out of this car. And I couldn't do it because the way the, the like, the there was a fire bottle in there for safety. 
But the, your feet so a bottle of fire? Yeah, a bottle of fire. <laughs> what do you do with that? In case you had to light, light yourself it's on a, fire? Or? It's a yeah. fire extinguisher. Oh, I thought oh, it was okay. like Mario Kart where you're <laughs> dropping shells off the back <laughs> or something. It's, it's a fire extinguisher down in the footwell. And Got it. So you rest over the top of the of fire bottle to get to the pedals. Unfortunately, because of the like thickness of the fire bottle in the proximity of the cage... There was a lot of origami that was not going to happen. I, my legs just don't bend that way. So yeah. I couldn't invert my legs to get out. And that's where I was stuck. So my feet were stuck in there and I couldn't pull myself out. So Did you ever get out? We took the body. <laughs> Draws of life. Yes, we, took the body, we took the body off so I could, I could eventually leave. I was going to spend the night, but uh, I was going to ask why are you sitting in a car right now? But yeah, yeah you've got out. Well, of it. You've it's got actually out of it. comfortable. I enjoy it. Um, so. I I found out about a place that rented Miatas, and uh, mm. I could I could just rent the car for my driver's school, and I thought, well, that's cool. I'll go check it out. And so I I drove a Miata for the first time and was absolutely addicted to how awesome it handled, and how fun it was to drive, and just I've never I've never looked back. So, Where did you drive oh, it the first time? At Blackhawk Farms Raceway in uh, Beloit, Beloit. Yeah. Do you know? Um, Beloit is the sound it makes when you fart Boom. in the bathtub. <laughs> when the turd hits the water in the oh. toilet. Beloit. <laughs> yes. Yeah, everyone knows that. Okay. Yeah. Just checking. Also, well, actually, technically, uh, the track is in South Beloit. Oh. And if you... So is that technically Illinois? It is. It is. Unless mm. you Good really plant medicine screw there. up corner one, then you're back in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking So awesome. is that tight to the border then? Huh? It is really close. Yeah. Wow. There's no wall. They didn't. There's not a. It's a five minute drive to the shop that that um, has my car. Five six minute drive, whatever it is, um, from the track and the tri- the the shops in Bloyd and the tracks in South Bloyd. Nice. What is your favorite track to race on? Oh man, you know, there's a lot of very well known tracks that mm-hmm. are that you know it. What what would you what would you say? I've I, so I've raced it. Road America is a big one. It's like like a home track, mm-hmm. um, which is an awesome track. Elkhart Lake. If you've never a been. lot of good breweries in that area, yes. actually too. Yep. A lot if of you, good everything. Yeah, if you've never been, you should go. Yeah, beautiful area mm-hmm. in Wisconsin. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, I I love Mid Ohio. Mid Ohio is an awesome track too, and it's it's technical. It's hard. It's it's got elevation and off camber and blind corners and it's insane it's it's a cool track um i just ran at kona coda the the f1 course Mm. um that was an experience i ran at indy motor speedway which is wow surreal driving in between you know over the yard of bricks and driving in between the walls and hearing the exhaust of your car echoing off of the stands that was insane there's a track in Upper Michigan called Groton, hmm. and it's a club track similar to Mainland uh, or UP. Mainland, yeah. The uh, mitten. It's uh, yeah. It's a little so south. So there's a there's another track called Ginger. There's two tracks that are fairly close by: Gingerman and Groton. Mm-hmm. Um, south Haven is the home of Gingerman, mm-hmm. and a. About an hour past that is Grattan. It's by Belding, Michigan. And uh, 
it's it's another club track, kind of like Blackhawk Farms. It's smaller. It's all you know. They don't host any huge races. It's all mostly smaller stuff. But man, it is it is just stupid fun. Mm. It's it, it has a drag strip. So like the main straightaway is a drag strip, and so it's super wide and long. But the rest of the track is it's like somebody that hated people that raced cars. <laughs> Was like, the track. What could we do <laughs> to really, fuck to really piss these people off? <laughs> and, it, and it's just a bunch of weird, off-camber, strange, humpy. There's a jump involved. There's a bowl. Like really, yeah. Like if you've ever seen like the Nurburgring where they have those banked turns. Pardon. Just tip the table over. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Fuck it. it, it there's, there's another one somewhere. Um, <laughs> If you've ever seen like the banked corners like that, yeah, they have one of those. Um, they have uh, going onto the front straight. There is a blind right hand corner that crests a hill, and you go over the top of this thing, and your entire car twists hmm. as you're going over it because you're turning into the corner as you crest the hill. So the whole car just lightens up and kind of flexes, and then it slams down, and then you're on the front straight. Sounds like fucking rally racing. It's, like you need a co-pilot to tell you what's going on. Yeah, it's crazy. It huh. is. It's super. It's super fun. It's hard to pass. It's super challenging. If you're, you know, if you get good at it, um, it's very rewarding. I bet. So, the kind of racing you do, do you have like a like a pit crew and a crew chief like telling you like, hey? You know, this corner's coming up and this car is like right on your ass or, you know, take this car low, high, whatever, or... Yeah, we, we've got radio communication. Okay. Um, it's usually pretty quiet. Um, there's not a whole lot of, uh, you know, like NASCAR where every corner you have to know what's going on around you and you can't really see. There's no mirrors. Yeah. We have a pretty good clue on what's going on around us, but our, our crew will let us know how many laps are left. Um, what's the gap to the person in front of you? What's the gap to the person behind you? You know, what do you need to do in order to catch them? Um, give you a little motivation every once in a while. Um, so yeah, there's there's communications for sure, and and uh, some people bring crew like friends to come work for your. It, it, so it's club racing, right? So it's not high budget pro stuff. You know, you don't have a hundred person pit crew that is just waiting for you to. You you have you know your 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 girlfriend and your and your wife best friend and your and your guy from high school or whatever it is you're right yeah your wife or your um and so for with the exception of what I I do I I have a, a I pay f- uh, for a crew so it, they they prep the car they bring the car to the track I don't have to tow it I just basically show up and uh look good you show up look good and win races i mean i try to look good but <laughs> yeah so they and 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 the cool thing about that it, it it does cost more to do that but in doing so you get the knowledge of all the other drivers that run under the tent so you're not you never go to a track and you don't know anything about it somebody does and you can there's a wealth of information there and if somebody goes out on the course and is like hey this is something i noticed they can tell you and you can use that to your advantage or whatever so there's there's definitely advantages of that, but yeah, we always have a guy on the radio. Hell yeah, oh yeah, that's awesome. What um, if you're looking at your racing career, 
How many first place finishes do you have? It took a long while to get the first one. Yeah. I came close a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, the, the one that haunts me the most is we had a weekend where it rained all weekend. And I borrowed a set of tires from another racer. And they weren't good. <laughs> they, were, they, they had treads in them. But they weren't race tires. They weren't rain tires. Dedicated mm-hmm. rain tires. And so, like, you know, we, uh, we have a company that provides... Tires for, that we choose to, to go with that make really good tires. And it, they, they call it the purple crack because that, those are the tires. They're the grippiest in the dry. Their rain tires are insanely good. So everybody kind of leans towards those. Um, competitors need to step up. Shout out to Goodyear. Um, <laughs> no free ads. <laughs> exactly. So Are they continental? Sort of. Really? Yeah. Owned by or part of the uh, umbrella? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, yeah, they have mu- a lot of the development for these tires are actually the Continental Tire Series. They use these yeah. the, the tires in that series, and they and they use that to develop their okay. uh, circuit say, It seems like they have money, so they should be good. Yeah, no, they're fine. Um, yeah, so anyway, uh, I didn't have that opportunity. I didn't bring. I didn't have race tires available or rain tires available, and we didn't think it was going to rain all weekend. Turns out every single moment of every single <laughs> lap was completely underwater. And uh, so I had a friend, he had an old pair of toils that were, you know, they were, they were used for track days. They still had some tread, but they were, you know, pointless almost. They're almost slicks, but I used those because they had tread on them. And I went out there and, and raced and was running as quick as, the top three guys were on dedicated rain tires. And in my class, I was leading the entire, well, after corner three, the, the, the guy that qualified in front of me spun off. And uh, I was leading the race until the last lap. And I could see him rounding the bend in the last corner, going into the last lap. And I'm like, oh, God, here he comes, here he comes, here he comes. Hold him off. And then my brain just shut down and I went to go break right in what would normally be the dry line. So I, I don't know if, if you know anything about racing, the wet line and the dry line are two different places because the, the, what's normally the dry line when it becomes wet is super slippery because it's covered in rubber. Hmm. But in the dry, the rubber helps you slow down in the wet. It turns it into an ice rink. So, um, I started breaking in the dry, the the normal dry line instead of the wet line. Why I have no idea, but I just slid right through the corner and then watched the guy drive away. Oh no! So what do you when when you're in the car? Take us through. So did you go into the barrier, the tires, or anything, or you just stopped in like the grass? No, I or? I, I reeled it in, but it took a while because the grass was super wet. So yeah. I'm, I took me a while to get back on track, but I got back in track in second place. Oh, and, well, that's good. And then raced. To the so end. you didn't have a complete fucking meltdown. It wasn't a complete meltdown. I I ended up. I'm listening to you. I'm visualizing myself doing that, and I'm and like, just, well, yeah. ripping myself the, off, ripping was, the steering wheel yeah. off. I was mad. Yeah. I was mad. There was f bombs flying. It was. I was really mad at myself. Mm. But I, I I maintained the second place. But where's um, that footage? Did you get footage <laughs> of that? No. And that was the other thing is I had these these hero moments where like the car was fully sideways and i'm like well this is the one this is i'm going into the barrier on this one and then it snaps around and i catch it 
and continue on. And I, I had these hero moments in that, in that race and I, and my camera never worked. Oh. I turned it on. It must've died right after like battery was dead. Or mm. But, uh, so my first actual win was at Gingerman mm. and, uh, and that's when I first started racing in the class that I'm in. Now I used to race, race in Spec Miata, which is an all Miata class. I'm now in a, a touring class where you race all different cars, but Miatas are one of them. And uh, I race the third generation car, which is you know kind of it, it's it's known as the fat guy car or the the the, the boat because it's. <laughs> And honestly, if you look at the weights, it weighs like another 75 pounds more than the other cars. It's not that much heavier, Uh but it just has a heavier look to it. And, you know, how cars typically just evolve into bigger, 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 bigger. This did that. Mm. And then they came out with the the latest version, and they kind of scaled back and made it a little more svelte. But um, So the third-generation car um, just fit me better. Yeah. I'm a big guy. I fit in there really well. I can use ballast. The car's more balanced. Um, I just fell in love with driving the car. So that was my uh, my my first time um, winning was it, in that car at Gingerman. Um, and I had a tight race going with another guy, and he had an electrical failure. And so I, I had an electrical failure recently, like one of my most recent races. And I know that feeling of just absolute defeat because the guy was leading when that happened. I would have been leading when mine happened. Losing to an electrical failure is like the, ugh, so yeah. frustrating. You used to charge it your just... batteries or? <laughs> I, I don't know what happened to him. I can't, I can't speak about him, but my, my, uh, I, I had a, an extension wire that ran from the O2 sensor to the motor and that, um, I went over bumps and the wire came down and hit the exhaust and melted onto the exhaust oh. and it blew a fuse. One of those things where it's like you plug a extension cord into a power strip into another extension cord is what you did. Yeah, yeah which it, which yeah. reminds me, like I was going to talk to you about it today. Like we should maybe convert our our golf cart into oh. <laughs> lithium ion. Hell yeah! Um, I can see how if you, Scott would be like same like this is got to be the same thing if you can find the clean cobalt i'm all for it oh where they don't like exploit african children yeah uh yeah any children or you can find one that works on diamonds yes there we go uh leonardo dicaprio if you're listening or Kanye west (laughs) yeah let us know what to do um so how many so that was your first what year was that that was uh 2019 and how many no. mm, that was my first majors win let's rewind that a little bit earlier sure. in 2019 um i when i i bought the car from uh, another driver um that ran under our tent that um had to he, he was going to college he had to stop racing he had to focus on racing so i bought his car i went out and won the first two races in that car but they were club events versus majors events, which majors events are maybe a little more competitive. So I didn't really count those. But let, I will count those because I yeah. I, I raced against oh, a yeah. guy who he's actually a really good friend of mine now, and uh, he uh, just came to the area from the East Coast, and he was racing that weekend just to kind of feel it out. And uh, so I beat him both weekends. Is and, that that uh, Anthony Bourdain guy or? <laughs> 
R.I.P. No, it sounds like that though, right? There's that guy or a different guy? There's a different guy. Different guy. Okay. A different guy. Really good. You guy. know what I'm talking about though. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I there's a really good guy, and uh, he he um, showed up for the first time at this track and ran with me that weekend, and he actually put up a pretty good fight. Um, the Sunday we had snow, so we raced Jesus. through the snow. Um, did you do you bring you, snow tires? We well we had rain tires. Okay, and, and it did our best. Hmm. Okay, so that brings up the question: Do they like plow the track then, or like you guys just fucking got to give her? Well, we just we kept it kept driving on it to keep the keep it from just, accumulating. Um, oh, so it was it it wasn't like you showed up and then it started. No, it, or it, it, it was snowed. Snow it, like it kept coming down. Yeah, there, it was snow in the forecast, and it started around ten a.m. or whatever, and it snowed all day. By the end of the day, the track was a shit show. But when we started, you know, it was it was like, you know, when it snows and it immediately turns to water. Yeah. It was like that for a long time. Do you carry separate insurance for this? They do not really offer insurance for this. They don't require you to have it either? The, so I race. We can cut this if you're breaking no, any laws. No, I, I, <laughs> I race with the SCCA and they have an insane insurance policy for their people. So basically, you paying to be part so of that. So you're basically paying life insurance. Yeah, not, not it's light, basically life and health. health. It doesn't cover your car. If you have an accident, you're, that's on you. But yeah. but the physical part of it, if you have issues, uh, you know, heaven forbid you pass away, um, they take care of your family. If you mm. if you get hurt, they take care of your medical, and uh, so that part of it is. Incredible if you wreck your car, though, it's kind of out of your pocket, and that's that's tough. What if you get say it, ep- uh, epididymitis? Do they cover that? <laughs> if you get epididymitis, you're doing it wrong while you're racing in car. Yeah, I'm well, I'm no NASCAR enthusiast or doctor, but I don't know how that would happen uh, while you're racing. I would say this is this applies way too like. Well, ask Dick Trickle if oh, he yeah. ever got straight out of Wisconsin. <laughs> he got the name somehow, so yeah, yeah. His <laughs> name was Richard Trickle, <laughs> or it might have been Steve Johnson, and he just hung out with the wrong chick. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know that. I don't know the the Trickle family. So they covered what you're saying Three. is they covered that. <laughs> they yeah, no. in the okay. <laughs> No, <clears throat> definitely not. Um, I I've been to multiple races of yours. It is a fucking great time. I've been to Fuck. races. We need to go now. Yes, like I mm. oh we I've, will, we will. The only Wisconsin racing I've been to are like dirt track Beaver Dam races. After talking to you, have like, you ever been to Road America? No. Oh, okay. well, for a race, not to watch a race. Yeah, no. Okay. Like Jessica and I went up to the area for one of our anniversaries there was not a race going on we like drove through or whatever sure um so whether i would love to it'd be great you do the scca or whatever it is sc mm-hmm. regionals or runoffs or something there right or does um, it move that moves around the runoffs move around uh the june sprints june sprints that's a that's one of the big staple races of the year. For Should we go there in July then for that? Yeah, we'll go to the July sprints. Will you be there for that? Uh, I, you know, I can make arrangements. 
<laughs> but yes, we should we go to one us. of yeah, one of Scott's races, or oh, we absolutely. go with Scott to a race. Yeah, something. Yeah, of that nature. Um, the last thing we had for you, being that you are a, I'm gonna. Do you have to piss or anything? Are we good? No, I'm good. Okay, being <laughs> being that you are a musician, also, you're multifaceted. You know, business owner, race car driver, musician. Man of many talents. Many, many talents. Some that we haven't even named that are, you know, bedroom talents that we know about. <laughs> um, um, you know, I hate that they put that up on a bathroom stall at that bar. I've been to that bar, yeah. Um, was it Woof's? I forget. Anyway. <laughs> yes, Woof's. Tell us, tell us all about... Wolf. Tell us all about... Um, being a drummer, what, like, where did, where did it start? Why, who, when, where, what? It sounds a lot like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so that be the snare. Or? My brother, uh, played drums. My father played drums. My, uh, grandfather played drums. Wow. So I think it was a genetic thing, but, um, I looked up massively to my brother when I was young Yeah. and, uh, I wanted to play drums. Your younger brother? Yeah, no. Yeah, so just to just to clarify, my brother's seventeen years older than I am. My my sister fifteen years older than I Whoa. am. Whoa. Yeah, there's a big so old You're the planned the one is what you're saying. You're the yeah. planned one. Yeah, uh, yeah. Definitely. Um so yeah, so he he was well established prior to my showing up to the party. But uh yeah, so he played drums and I was like, Oh, that's cool. And so I was a little kid, I just pick up drumsticks and pound it on anything. Like, you know, if my mother were around right now, she'd tell you how much she appreciated my, uh, my modifications to the piano. <laughs> I was trying to play them like drums, and I, bro- I broke the ivory keys. Mm. Oh, she was pissed. Um, but yeah, so it started pretty early with me. Um, but I've always had an interest in drums and, and playing, but... I never got to a point where I ever joined a band. Yeah. Uh, I took a shot at it. When I first moved to the Madison area, I was like, <laughs> I was fired up to, uh, to, 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 to beat some people, you know, cause there was a yeah. huge music scene. Yeah. I hate you by the way. Um, it, backstory here. I almost <laughs> threw up my mouth, but it's not that bad. Um, but also it's disgusting. Kyle just poured some more. It's been a few episodes. Holy fuck. Kyle just poured way too much of it. Well, to be fair. Yeah. To you to and I, fair. we more than an eyedropper is pretty much too oh, much. I Lord. try oh. to take it easy on Scott. Uh, shout out to um, Jack. Um, Jeez Louise, we're going to be calling dinosaurs, I think. All right, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> yeah, you sorry. moved to Madison. You yeah, were wanting scene. to dunk your, you know, teabag some other drummers or something. I don't think that's how it Oh, yeah, exactly. sorry. It's, it's <laughs> what yeah. I heard. It's well, there's a huge heard. music scene when I moved in, into the Madison area, and I thought, you know, i got to tap into this, right? And so I was like, you know, I've always wanted to play with, with some good musicians, and I started going out of the market trying to find bands and Garbage were they hiring? It was, yeah, no, garbage wasn't hiring at the time. But garbage could uh, describe a lot of the people that I met. Mm. Um, I met some really cool people that were just like in it to play around. And I met some other people that were probably more serious, but also kind of crazy. 
and I just got to a point like you know the the stars weren't aligning. Like I I I was like I I need to make money. I need to find something that I want to do that that's going to pay the bills and and get me to my you know whatever my eventual goals are. But I also like to play music. Can I do both? I tried. Man, there's some weird folks out there. So eventually I just said, you know what? I'm going to play for me and I'm going to work on on my goals. And yeah. So I spent 30 years basically playing in, in the basement by myself. Yep. Um, you know, you hear the stories like most people, they get to a point where they don't do the other thing. They don't like try to set themselves right. up to pay for a lot of stuff. They're living in a fucking closet at the YMCA or something and they're a musician or, you know, they're doing Working their nine to five and yeah, they're not taking a shot on a podcast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're a waitress smoking crack and they want to be an actress or something. Um, So you did the opposite. Like, you're like, I'm going to focus on me, my life and make sure it's good. I love music. I'm going to do that too, but I'm going to keep it like to myself. Yeah, stability was important. Yeah. I was in a relationship, yeah. and uh, you know, I had responsibilities behind my beyond myself. Yep. So I wanted to make sure that that was stable. Good on you for doing that. Yep. And you know, I still love music, but you know, it, it had to get pushed aside for a while. And uh, the weird flip side of that is that I um, I have a friend that was you know we had a night where we were all just hanging out and and playing games and having cocktails or whatever. And uh, she found out that I played drums. She's like, well, you, where's your drum set? You got to show me your drum set. So I went down. Did you touch my drum set? <laughs> you better not have fucking touch my drum set. Why are you sweating? <laughs> I was watching Cops. Nice. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Nice reference. Um, yeah. So, and, you know, so she's like, oh, you got to play a song now. I'm like, ah, man, this isn't. You know, I don't like at this point I'm 30 years in, I've, I've been playing for myself, but I don't play in front of people, mm. whatever, you know, I'm stage fright, whatever. And she kind of forced the issue. So I, I played a couple songs and, uh, then that turned into, you know, you need to come over. I've got a drum kit at my house. My, uh, my family's very musical. You should, you should come here and jam with me. Is this Carrie? Yeah. Hell yeah. Right. And, uh, so I went over there and, and we, you know, played and jammed a little bit and she's like yeah i got some friends that play instruments we should get them all over here and this this thing just kept on happening and we were having a good time with it um and then this is where it gets dark and my apologies this is supposed to be a lighthearted podcast but uh so um she had hosted a mental health thing and uh it was right after uh this kid um freshman at milwaukee had uh, overdosed from uh fentanyl and he was, it wasn't like he was a huge drug guy, but he was, he took a, somebody said, was like, oh yeah, I got a, I got a Vicodin, you know, take it, relax a little bit. I know you're stressed out, whatever. So he takes his Vicodin and dies. And, uh, cause it was laced with fentanyl. Um, turns out it wasn't from your neighborhood doctor. It was from some jackass. And so the mother of that child came up and spoke at this event talking about mental health and, you know, taking care of the people around you and watching for signs and all that other stuff. And as a community, we all went, yeah, we need to do better. 
we need to do something about this. So we took that and thought, well, what can we do to bring people in to, to talk about this? Because we need to talk about this. People are dying. People are committing suicide. People are overdosing. This is not cool. You're not supposed to bury your kids. And it got even worse with COVID. You know, COVID isolation plus depression doesn't equal rainbows. It equals, you know, yeah. really yeah. dark stuff. So yeah. we decided that there was, we had to do something. Um, people resonate with music. When they're down, they listen to music. Yeah. You know, when they're having a tough time, they listen to music. And that's a lot, what helps a lot of people get through tough times. So we thought, okay, so we take this, we take the music component and we mix it with uh, opportunities for people to find help. We have people talk about their personal problems and how they got through it. You know, give people options and hope um, and, and use music as a thing that brings people in. And so Project Brave was born. And, Say it again, uh, Project Brave. Project Brave. Uh, and the brave thing was that the person who just lost her son a week earlier got up and talked in front of everybody about the problem. Yeah. Which, honestly, if I were her, I, I don't know if I would have had Fuck. the nuts to do it. No, yeah. seriously. So we talked about how brave that was, and we're like, maybe that's what this needs to be called. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we started Project Brave. Um Every time we talk to somebody about it, they're like, yeah, I want in. And if you don't think that mental health is an issue with people, you, you're not paying attention, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It resonates so hard with so many people. There's so many people that have dealt with it. And so we knew right away we were onto something because people started volunteering their time. Professionals, international people that, you know, I've, I've got work in another country, but I'm going to take a day next week to focus on you guys. You know, that sort of stuff. That's, yeah. that's what's been happening. It's been overwhelming how many people have come together for this. And uh, so we kind of threw a band together. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a guy that he was doing something else. And, oh, you play bass? Cool. Come on in. Yeah, I want to be, I want to be part of this. So we had a guitarist, a bassist, we had me playing drums. Um, we're like, well, we need a vocalist. We had somebody lined up and then last minute she's like, I got too much going on. I can't do this. So we're like, well, what are we going to do? We got to come up with somebody. And, uh, we reached out to a local business owner that hosted live music. And he's like, oh yeah, I got this girl that comes in here and she's awesome. You should meet her. And immediately we're like, this is the girl. So she comes down to practice for the first time and we're like, well, let's try a couple songs. And we couldn't get the mics to work. And for whatever reason, they were, they were, they were uh, wireless. So they weren't connecting. And she's like, well, I'll just try it without the mic and we'll see how it goes. And she blew the doors off of us. Hmm. Her voice was so powerful and so good that without the mic, she was just like, hmm. we're like, this is our girl, right? So we started just jamming together we knew immediately this was this was the fit right and since then we've we've played a lot of different venues uh, we've we've done two events so far we're getting asked to play a whole bunch of other events and ultimately it's given me the opportunity as a drummer to all of a sudden be part of something again i've written lyrics and helped create 
you know, arrangements to songs that didn't exist before. Yeah. Um, it, it's been huge. And, you know, I'm finding that joy and that stuff that I used to do yeah. for nobody. Now I'm doing it for somebody and I'm doing it with a purpose. And so it's been absolutely huge for us. It's so That's awesome. Not, I mean, you know, we talked earlier, like you didn't pursue the, like the music side of things. You like stability, like career, and you just did it for yourself. <clears throat> and by potentially doing that, making that decision 20, 15, whatever years ago, you somehow got connected now. Like my idea is here, things happen for a reason. You mm-hmm. get connected to Project Brave and you're helping and connecting with like people because back then you're like, yeah, I'm not going to like, you know, risk this or get burnt out on this. Like you did the, the thing that you wanted to do or you knew you had to do. And it's like, I've seen you guys play. Um, and it's a fucking incredible thing that you do. Like not everyone does that kind of stuff. Like they don't say I'm going to use my free time and my talent that the majority of people do not have to like do good not just make money or like you know sell t-shirts or whatever you're gonna do it to do good and it's it was i had a great time Lindsay and i were there and it was a great fucking show like you guys did Thanks, a, man. i appreciate yeah, that you did a great job so any like i'm assuming you have shows this summer yeah there we, will be like uh, we we will gladly promote Anything and everything. Every yeah, time absolutely. we blink, we end up on on a calendar yeah. for something. Yeah, we're doing. We're going to be doing a mini um, version. So, the, the 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 community that we were helping was Wanaki. So the Want to Be Brave was the or Want to Be Brave is the website wannabebrave.com. Um, and it kind of originated there because the community was was struggling. I mean, I I, I lost eight people over the course of my time in the community that have worked for me to either suicide or uh, overdose. Jesus. And which is ridiculous, right? You know, that's a lot of people to have to go to funerals or grieve for that just, you know, had a, had a tough time. Yeah. And, and went down a wrong path. So, um, yeah, so it's really personal to me. And, uh, I can't remember where I was going with no, that. No, but uh, we were talking about yes. okay, promoting so, anything and everything that right, you were. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. Um, no, you're good. So it was the the community came together pretty well for that, and it's in in and since our last we did one on February nineteenth, and since then it's exploded. Um, we've had interest from just all these people that want to be a part of it, want to donate money, want to make, take it to the next level and other communities that, that were like, we need this too. We have the same issues and Hey, as it turns out, every community in America has the same issues, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. Um, and the, the funny thing about this is that this is a kind of an affluent community. So you think, Oh yeah, people with money don't have problems. Huh. Well, as it turns out, yeah, every yeah. fucking Surprisingly, person does. Yeah. Everybody has problems. It's not just, you know, it's not always about money. There's there's definitely other stuff going on, and this community has really 
embrace this. Uh, but other communities are like, this is a hole we need to fill. And so we're going to be doing an event in Sun Prairie. Um, we have local businesses coming together to promote us. So we're doing a fundraiser at, uh, at Lone Girl um, mm-hmm. okay. on May 17th. We're going to be playing for like three hours that night, so we're going to have to brush up on our playlist. <laughs> um, and for the people that have not heard it or seen you guys or anything, like run us through what are you playing? Like, yeah, what are like you doing? What kind of Originals, music? covers, both? Yeah, well, and, and this is the really exciting part. You know, when I was talking about uh, cool things that have happened with ex-employees, you know, like how they've become something way beyond what they were when they showed up, right? Um, we, Our playlist was a, originally designed to be songs that resonate with people that struggle, like messages about... The struggle, right? Yeah. There's bands that have written a million songs because, as it turns out, musicians are also kind of crazy, which is what I learned early on. Yeah. But the but the crazy is is trauma based, and it's you know creativity comes from pain. Um, a lot of our best comedians that it, some have committed suicide. You know, Greg Giraldo comes to mind, who's a brilliant, absolutely brilliant comic who had so many demons and so many troubles that he couldn't deal with it and eventually overdosed himself to death um richard jenny was another one of those guys that was a a brilliant comedian um that ended up taking his own life and uh so there's creativity usually comes from a place of pain um and so with that There's so many people in this in, in this community that are making songs or so many people in the music industry that are making songs that talk about their stories. And so we try to pick songs that resonate with people that are struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where it all started. Um, it's gone a couple of different directions. Um, we played WannaFest uh, last year. WannaFest, um, we were like, well, you know, we don't want to make it all sad and droopy and sorry. We want to also kind of highlight the band. So we played some other songs to be entertaining. Yeah. But we try to focus on stuff that also focuses on our uh, on our vocalist because she's really awesome. She has written a lot of songs, and we're trying to play her originals as well. Um, some of those resonate. Um, she did a, a song for a benefit for people that have lost children to miscarriage and that sort of thing, lost children. Yeah. Um, so we've done that song. Uh, live, we did another song that she actually wrote for uh, a couple of members of Project Brave. Um, is a, a kind of a tribute story to their struggle in a marriage, where you know they went through some stuff, and this was about overcoming those hurdles to strengthen the marriage. Mm. And that that song, um, it's uh, going to be her debut single on her um, CD release. Really, uh, it's called Heart to Heart. And uh, that we're going to do a CD release party in the near future, and our band's going to back it up. Fucking a, that's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, she's she's an incredible vocalist, and um, opportunities are really coming. Where her can way people sense this? Can people go and like hear anything now? Or yeah, like, do you guys have like Instagram, Facebook? Uh, we have yeah, we have a Facebook page. Uh, wanna and and wannabebrave dot com is the website. Wannabe um, brave is it the yeah. wannabe like wannabe like W A U any the only wannabe in the world yeah yes um i know it's a little little hokey you know because then no, we get it wanna, no, whatever yeah, yeah. wannabebrave.com 
Yeah, so there's a Facebook page as well. And Shekinah King is our, vo- our vocalist. In Shekinah King Music, she's got Facebook and Instagram and a website. And uh, you can check out her stuff on there. Um, she's going to go places. I think she's just passing through. And it's sure. kind of like a similar story, right? You know, like I've seen people come in yeah. that yeah. are at this level. They leave at this level. Yeah. And, and they become whatever. And Fucking I think man. that's a that's the story of her. I think she's really destined for great things. That's awesome. Um, it's it's just an honor to be a part of that um, and to, to be able to support her while she gets there. So, yeah, I, I highly encourage people, you know, come out to the uh, – Lone Girl. Um, oh, we're also doing Bratfest this year, which is a, a just oh, an nice. absolute okay. insane thing that we got involved with Tim Med- Medcalf, the owner of Medcalf's um, the grocery stores and everything like that. Humble brag. Humble brag. <laughs> She's so she, yeah, yeah. He's got a great story. Um, not a great story, but you know, like a story about he how story. he's overcome some stuff. You know, his his wife passed away, um, and you know, but it goes back to the point. This resonates with everybody. Yeah. Right? Um, Somebody, everyone's going through something. Yeah. Yes. And he's no, no, no different, but he's, uh, and, and, and this is the part that gets sticky because when, when dealing with people that are struggling, the common perception of God or religion, right. Are, are always a tough subject because people have been burned by religion Yeah, or, you know, somebody that took it a little too seriously or whatever it is. And so there's a lot of trauma that comes from that. Um, the flip side of that is spirituality or God or whatever you want to call it also helps people get through these crises. Yes. There's a lot of people that have found God and have come out the other side better for it. Um, you have to believe in something. You have to have hope. Otherwise, you're going to succumb to demons, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to believe in something. And uh, a lot of people turn to religion, so there is that there is that aspect to it. And uh, so we're playing at a Christian music stage, which is the grand stage or the main stage for the rest of the weekend. But on Sunday, it's it's got more of a Christian theme to it. So we have to keep our our playlist kind of focused on that a little a little more PG and Christian based. Um, but it gave us an opportunity to play a cool Creed song. So that was, I, I like Creed. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it's got that heavy, cool rock and roll thing, which is where yeah. I'm from. Yep. Um, yeah, so anyway, uh, yeah. So we're going to be playing uh, there, which is, it's just, a, that's that's like an honor. It, it, oh, yeah. Plot yeah. Fest is such a huge event. And yep. to get that exposure is is really cool. Um, we've got some opportunities at Summerfest possibly for next year. Wow! Too. So it's 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 been overwhelming how much it's been received and how many opportunities have come out because of it. Well, rightfully so. Good for you yeah. guys. Like that's awesome. I know that the you know some of the people I know that are involved with it. It's not like you guys are. Uh, lottery winners or something that are just sitting around like, hey, what can I do? To you're fill not my-? just fucking printing money. Yeah, over there. what can yeah. I do to fill my time? Like you're doing this on top of everything else. Yeah. So there's yes, there's so many people volunteering their time. For exactly. This. There's yeah. so many people that are willing to do something, help, or to showcase a talent that fuck people like I, public speaking is difficult. Let alone playing an instrument <laughs> yeah. or singing oh, man, or whatever I else. Imagine. So. That is like good on you guys for doing that. Um, again, Project Brave. 
Yeah. And we'll link some stuff. We'll share some stuff. Yeah, for sure. Good for like good for you. That is that's awesome. awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So yeah, like back to like drums. Like, did you touch my drum set? Or? <laughs> well, if I did, I wouldn't tell you. <laughs> Obviously, I, I um, have to deal with that. I I think you know we're at two and a half hours. It is out. This is the longest. We are one. at our we are at our longest episode. We have some lort we need to drink. But it was. I yeah. I do love it, the yeah, the yeah. opportunity yeah. to break a record occasionally. You yeah. high five for that. Woo! We have we have broken a fucking record. Um, I think raise this glass and alert. Yep. Cheers to Jepson and his buddies. Yeah, screw that guy. You're not going to be happy. I know. I. Oh Oh, yeah, no, that was much better than I. It tastes like pickles. It's like (laughs) tastes like pickles that got dragged through an asshole. Yeah. It's like if a uh, lemon farmer <laughs> threw up on his product and ate it for a year and then put it into a bottle. It's, it smells like if you poured rubbing alcohol on the seats of a taxi cab oh. and then breathed it out through the bottom of the car across the exhaust pipe into, oh. a, into a bottle. I feel God. up until that, that was a good podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good way to end it, I would say. Um, Scott, you're welcome back. Uh, anytime. Yes. Yeah, not coming back if you're going to pull that shit out. <laughs> but, Ooh. uh. Thank you for being yeah. here. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, um, of course. We'll, uh, stay tuned to the social media channels. We will post some stuff about Project Brave, about, uh, you know, maybe some races you can go see if you're into racing. Yeah, even I'm if into you're, that. We're, we're definitely going. Even if you're not into racing, like, you should check it out. Cause, Burning rubber and like fossil fuels, like fuck yeah, man. America, America. <laughs> <laughs> I, the sound of race cars, I could just sleep all mm. afternoon listening to race cars. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's what is your favorite sounding car? I I have an answer. I'm gonna answer first. What is yours? Mine is the Aston Martin at Wait, the. Then you just say what is yours? Oh. What I'm gonna answer, answer. I'm gonna, answer, I'm gonna first. answer first. Okay, and then I'll answer. Mine is the Aston Martin that races with the um, two door or whatever the fuck it is in mm-hmm. August that goes That's to Road cool America. That's British shit, but yeah, whatever. The Aston Martins have a pretty solid sound. I, okay, here's a total uh, aside. I have a buddy that lives in Houston. Oh my god, this! I know. I can't. Function. Scott's gonna throw up. I can't. We have video. <laughs> it's it's like, so bad. Don't get mad. Yeah, it's so film. bad. Um. <laughs> So I got a buddy that lives in Austin that came down for the, uh, or in Houston, came down for the Austin race. And I said, dude, if you're coming to the race and you're going to hang out with us, you have to bring the Batmobile. And the Batmobile is, I didn't, had no idea. See, I, I've uh, known this guy for a long time. I had no idea that he was a Lamborghini owner. Mm. And he shows up with this, uh, I want to say it's a Gallardo um, wrapped in black, flat black. Nice. And it is just sick. It is such a cool car, and uh, so is that your favorite? We were no, we okay. Were, but I will tell you, it sounded amazing. He would fire it up, and it's like you you could hear it firing up from anywhere on the track. It just roar, and it was just this bark that was like you know insane. So he t- he he drove. We went out to dinner one night, and I was driving around in this car, and everybody was just like whoa. 
it was pretty cool. But um, there's a lot of cool cars out there. I love uh, like the Cobras and the GT40s. I love the sound of those things. Um, PTG had a BMW race car that sounded insane when uh, when it would come racing into a corner, downshifting, just all screaming and obnoxious. But the best sound is the V10 Formula One motor by far. It is just a ridiculous... And, 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 and even taking into account like the Mazda rotaries, like the 787, um, which are crazy awesome sounding, but like uh, there's guys that run this Judd V10 for Formula One in their Formula One cars that is just... It's ear piercing. It's insane. You can hear it from anywhere on the track. You know exactly where they are on the track by the sound that's coming off of them. Hmm. Fuck yeah. And if anyone is still listening, thank you fucking very much. Yeah. Scott's favorite uh, engine, say it one more time. V10 Formula One. There you go. And when this podcast makes it big, I'm going to buy Don a 69 Chevelle, the 454 big block. (laughs) And... I thought you were going to say 93 Ford Explorer. No. Um, and then yeah, when Don when Don passes it on to me, that'll be mine. So Hell same yes. thing, because of Don. Because of Don. Yep. Cheers to Don. Cheers yep. to Don. <laughs> Cheers to Don. Um, I would say uh, pretty good and you. Good and you. Fantastic. And you. Thanks again, Scott. <laughs>